This is a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com. Ian Bolton. Literally just got a text off John Beck. Hey there, bitches. It's the 20th whoa, of January. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, just, just you, just you. Coming up on the show today at 4.15, we have Paul Wellens on the phone to talk about the launch of the Super League season. Uh, that's for me. That's as much for me Rugby. as it is for you. It's as much for me as it is for you. Indulge me, please. It's very important. I'm working within a struggling game. Then at 4.30, Matt Johnson and Ben Bidwell will be here to speak about their podcast, The Naked Professor's Podcast. They'll be in the studio, so we'll listen to that. <laughs> then at 5pm, Laura Main will be joining us from Call the Fucking Midwife. It's time. We haven't it's had one in. It's not time. She's a new we co- haven't had one in. Because we know that we like to keep up to date with the cast no, members. No, we don't. We I've, do. got, I've got nothing to say to her <laughs> about that show. <laughs> She better be interesting beyond Call the Midwife, because I'm not be. talking about Call the Midwife. She will be. We'll talk about, to her about any other part of her career, but Call the Midwife is now finish. Well, it's very much not finished. It's finish back, on back, this back. show. saying to me do I know Miriam Margulies within the Christmas special how does that help me well we love her is she booked no well there we go not yet Ian Boltworth Honestly, can you imagine my life that I come in here, I've, I've came in here this morning and to be confronted with, oh, we've booked two lads who are doing a mental health podcast, so direct competitors first off. Yeah, have a fight then. When I do them, I don't want to fight them. Oh, I don't well, want to have anything a, have to do with then. fucking mental health discussions anymore. Oh, okay. In fact, and here's the awkward bit, here's the genuinely awkward bit, yeah. I'm releasing a mental podcast, you know, that's easy to do, on Wednesday. I found this out this morning. This yeah. Wednesday coming, mm. which kind of gives a bit of a... Kick into people who make careers out of mental health chat. Mm. Well, so that's going to look awkward, isn't it? We look forward to Matt and Ben coming. In I've already read the thing on their press release. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jesus, go, oh, you've read a God. press release. That's a well, first. I had to for this. Um, Paul Wellens, that's good, but I booked Paul in myself you today. Did, yeah, yeah. Um, and call the midwife. Yeah, we love the call the midwife. Cast. Thought, what do you mean we do? Well, since when have we had somebody from call the midwife in? They've all been lovely, we by like the way. Three people now. But since when have they? When they've left, have I gone? Oh, that w- I. Oh, could no. you book some more people from that, please? Well, <laughs> I just thought it's about time, really. I looked; it's been at least six months since we had someone on from call the midwife. But I presume that the series hasn't fundamentally changed. I presume they're still calling the midwife in it. Do you think that's what it is? All they yeah. do is they ring a midwife. I would watch that programme if it was an hour of people on the phone. To midwives. <laughs> that's all it was. That would if you be never good. even saw a midwife, you just saw the other half of the conversation, somebody on the phone just going, 
I can speak to the midwife, please. Right, and then they did it. Oh, do you remember that TV series? Um, I'm sorry, you know Gary Cole, the actor Gary Cole, who did, who was in Office Space, and um, okay, um, who was a show called Midnight Caller about a radio presenter that solved crimes. Do you remember? Oh no, that? I didn't know that was a, what it was about. Yeah, I like things Good. that are about radio presenters. That no, I've got no personal interest in it, but uh, about calling presenters when something like Fisher King. I really love that. The basis for that film is a late night radio presenter yeah. who's been Jeff a bit, Bridges, yeah, right? a bit yeah, shock yeah. jockey and a yeah. bit sort of outspoken and that, and a bit and just doesn't handle a call with care. Yeah, and then it leads to tragic circumstances. Spoiler alert! Oh, by the way, there's a, here's a spoiler alert for next week's show about the film A Quiet Place. So if you've still not seen A Quiet mm. Place at this stage now, watch it, and you want to listen to next week's show, you might want to listen to a, might want to watch A Quiet Place first. Yeah, I would. Um, and then you will get some of my brilliant jokes for that day. And, but there's spoilers galore. So yeah, you, it's it, if heavy you, spoiler. If you haven't seen it, then don't bother if you listen to that show because you, we, yeah. we ruined it for you. Yeah, heavy or spoilers. Or improved it. Either it's way. on Sky at the moment. Oh, okay. It's just about on Sky. So if you've got Sky and oh. you've got Sky Movies, you'll be able to watch it on there. Have you got Sky? I have, yes. So I tell you a film that's also on Sky that I would recommend to mm, watch. Go on. Called The Leisure Seeker with Helen Mirren and Donald Sutherland. Okay. Really good film. Oh, yeah, I think I saw that come up the other day. I didn't really know anything about it, but I watched it and they're really brilliant. Is it on it? Free Sky or is it? on Sky where you have to pay for it I don't know there's no such thing as free Sky is there no you know what I mean is it on where you can just download it anyway or do you have to pay is oh, it Sky on... Store no 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 it's on the Sky Movies okay. so so watch it it's a very nice film um, I don't really get much time to watch stuff mm. at the moment unfortunately and, and, and begrudge that quite heavily as well I, I would like to sit down and watch a film yeah. I've uh, seen two films this week both in the middle of the night because that was the only time I could do it where I've just like put my pen down so I'm doing some commission art as well as the Parapod movie and this new project that I'm doing the puppet thing I told yes, you about yes. um, and they're all like proper, properly eating into my time um, in, and I don't begrudge that so much in terms of I want to do those creative things mm-hmm. but it's I'm getting no leisure time at all no relaxed time sure. at all um, so I, I, this commission art is particularly uh, I'm on deadline for it so I've got to get it finished and I'm on track to do that but it's still a lot of work but I paid for it um, but I've watched two films this week late at night one was A Quiet Place which mm-hmm. were, I think I'll do, do you know what I think I'll talk to you about that next week yeah I think let's say well, I'd like to talk about the other yeah. film now if we yeah. could save that one for next week and I watched and do you know what was genuinely blown away by and I thought I would hate it Okay. I really thought I wouldn't like it at all What We Do in the Shadows Oh, I love that film. Isn't Jermaine it Clement, incredible? They're amazing in it. Yeah, why did you think you wouldn't like it? A um, couple of reasons. I'm not a fan. Um, I, I don't really know Flight of the Concords, but I sort of took against them when they were in Edinburgh, when, before they were famous. Why? Because everyone liked them. Oh, God. <laughs> so no. I, just, I got a bit like, oh, fuck them. No, I was like that good. about the League of Gentlemen when I was at uni, because right, okay. they were at my uni. And so, and because everyone said how brilliant they were, I was like, no, well, fuck them. Then I don't like them then, without yeah. knowing anything about them. Yeah, so yeah. I've never seen an episode of Flight of the Concords. Well, you're wrong to take against. That's them, fine. They're great. Um, and Reese Darby is in Flight of the Concords. Yes. Never really got along with him. Oh, you, so you've met him? I've gigged with him a few times. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Right, well, okay. he's just on the circuit, wasn't he, for a long time? What, I just, I, I don't know. Just never really clash of personalities, whatever it was. Oh, okay. I just never really Too similar. Maybe I don't think I've ever been rude to a compare. And I, I used to feel like he was uh, a bit rude to me. What, like when he came on stage, would be like, no, Thanks, just, just no before. Oh, <laughs> thanks, <right. okay. laughs> thanks, compare, and I've been found. Yeah, I've been yeah. fired. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. thanks, not compare. <laughs> <laughs> and then doing inverted commas. Yeah, yeah. No, I just I might be completely wrong. Okay. I thought, do you know what? I thought that for years about Ross Noble. I thought me and Ross didn't get on. I thought it for years about Ed Byrne. I thought me and Ed didn't get oh, on. Oh, when he came in here, you took on like a house on fire. But do you know what? I think I didn't. I bring it up. Yeah, in you that did. Interview. Yeah, yeah. And I think there was a little bit of, with me and Ed, there was a, a slight uh, 
Friss on because I was kind of becoming friends with his girlfriend at the time. Right, yeah. And I used to be very flirty with her yeah. as a joke and, and, and like in front of him go, oh, you should leave him and all that. Thinking I was being funny, you know. It yeah. probably was annoying for him, but um, I didn't think we really got on. And I think there was a little friss on between us, but I, it wasn't we didn't get on. No. And me and Ross, just I, I just presumed he didn't like me. See, why do you do that? Why do you presume someone won't like you? I mean, you're not wrong, but... You it's know. when he, like, hit me, like... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's don't presume that. hit me that. And, and, and started, like, writing things online about our rubbish. Oh, that's not good, is it? No, I don't know. Do you know when you just get a feel off someone and you're like, sure. oh, I don't think they like me very much. So I won't like them either. And you know what I mean? And it, that, it's based on nothing. I think it's quite common, that. Particularly with a sensitive artiste. Well, if you have that, it's a barrier, isn't it? If you go in thinking someone doesn't like you, then if yeah. they are horrible, you're like, well, I told you so. Whereas if they're nice... And you can, you can... consume, you can get consumed by that, mm. like late at night, thinking about it, going, oh, mm. well, is that evidence that they don't like me? Is yeah. that? And then, so my response to that, if someone didn't like me, my response is to go, well, I fucking don't like you either. Exactly, do, do you know right? what I mean? So, it's your armour. Yeah, mm. yeah, I think so. So who were we on about? Uh, what Ray Starby. Yeah, Ray Starby and what we did in the shadows. Yeah, I, I, I thought he used to be a bit rude with me. But yeah, again, but he was shy. I bet if he said my name to him now, he wouldn't have a clue who it was. Yeah. I'll, I'll put money on it that he wouldn't know who it was. Right. So we didn't gel or anything like that. But I knew Reese was in it. I was like, oh, I can't be dealing with that. Um, but I watched it. Yeah. I was advised to watch it. Because he's in it for a, a tiny bit, Reese Yeah, he's not in it that much, no. to be honest. But um, I, d- I didn't find him objectionable in no, any he's way. Funny, in it. He's in great it. in it, yeah, yeah. I was blown away by it's it. It's really good, isn't it? I'm not sure. They're making a TV series of it now, so, and I yeah, don't know so how I, I feel about that, but I guess Why? you have to watch it. Because I don't know, some films are kind of perfect, aren't they? And you think, do I need it's a, do I need that? <coughs> Excuse me. It's self-contained as a film, but I also think it is a, a fantastic template for a TV show. Yeah, true. I can uh, see why that would become a TV show. How do you say the director's name? T- I, can't I don't know. That. He's also he's the other guy. That's there's Jermaine Clement, Ty. I don't know how to say his name. He directed Thor and all that. Okay. Stuff, all the all well, and he was in Flight of the Concords as well, right? No, no, I don't think. I think he. No, was, I think he was in it peripherally. Oh, I okay. I, yeah, right. I don't think he was the a main thing in it. Wahiki or something. It's something like that. Yeah. Um, um, so that's good. That's a great film. I thought, I thought they were all ace. And it really made me laugh as well. Sounds And nice. also, uh, no, no, I bought it. Oh, okay. Somebody advised Actually, to watch I think it. It's on Amazon it. Prime now. I'm okay. add that to my list. Um, I, I was expecting to not like it. And the other thing as well, which has been an ongoing thing for me, is I, I think I learned quite a lot from it about filmmaking. Oh, okay. I find that's now good. that I, I don't, and I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing anymore, because I'm a bit consumed with the making of another film. Yes. Um, I find now that I will watch films very technically as well. Right. So something like that, which was relatively low budget. Yes. Although flat, you know, it sort of has that sort of, it seems lower budget than it is. Yeah, it's been made to to feel lower budget. Because it's pretty heavy in effects as well. And good effects, really good effects. Um, There was just some editing stuff in it that I thought was brilliant. Mm. It was a very good film at Passage of Time when you watched it with a technical head. So they, they could move the story along very fast mm. by jump-cutting stuff, and it fit together quite seamlessly. There was one bit where uh, one of them was taking something down into the cellar, and rather than showing the whole thing of him taking it down, it, it just jumped. So he was there on upstairs, then he was halfway down the stairs, then he was in the cellar, and it just really, really fast yeah. in a few seconds. And I thought that was interesting. And voiceover they used a lot as well. Well, I like that. I think we should start with our film reviews. I think next week we'll do A Quiet Place. We've started <laughs> with this one. And I'm we'll doing, talk about... I think I'm doing another podcast with do the film reviews. Jesus, how many do you need? Now you're doing a film review one as well. I'm doing it because Phil wants to do it. Phil Fletcher. Phil Fletcher, right, yeah. okay. Because when I was recording um, podcasts for my Patreon, just like li- little ones, just on Patreon and stuff, yeah. um, I say little ones, they're very long, but things that aren't ongoing projects, they're yeah, just yeah. like little specials and stuff. 
um, we've started talking quite a bit when we chat about sort of culty films. Oh, okay, like, so that's what we he talked about the Monster Club recently, and he's a big fan of what's that film called? I can't remember what it's called. It's a puppet film. Meet the Feebles. Oh, I've never seen that. I've heard Christ that. Almighty, it's awful. Um, can I ask you? I, I tried yes. to watch this film on Netflix, and okay. I couldn't get into it. The ha- is it called Howard the Duck? You couldn't get into Howard I the Duck. I couldn't do it. I don't why? know why. I don't know. Maybe I wasn't in the right mood for it. It's Ace. Because I know that it got terror. It was um, what's his face? Star Wars. George Lucas, George Lucas yeah. film, right? Yeah. And uh, it's Leah Thompson. Yeah. And who is the other guy that's in it? Oh, um, Tim Robbins. Okay. Yeah. And it got absolutely slated when it, did it came get out. Slated. But it's become very culty since then. It has. But I think part of the problem with the Howard the Duck film, in terms of why it was slated, is Howard the Duck. It, I think it gets forgotten what a big cartoon strip that was and what a big comic right, that was. Okay. And it was a Marvel comic. Um, very satirical, kind of hard, as close to an adult comic as Marvel had done at that stage. Um, and the film kind of drew it back to kids right. a little bit. So I think it got a bit messy. Kind of, but he was very um, adult as a character. Yeah, it's abrasive um, and stuff, yeah. but it was it was more... Obviously, the audience is going to be primarily, I guess, Star Wars fans, people, yeah. are, um, people fans of Willow and all that, or was Willow after it. Whatever the yeah. reasoning, um, I think... I can I understand why Howard the Duck has been reappraised. Well, Leah Thompson as a film said at the time that, that she couldn't get a job because of it. She, right. she took a John Hughes film, which I like a lot, called Some Kind of Wonderful, because she needed she needed a job. Okay, and she needed to kind of move away from the Howard the Duck kind of stigma so that yeah, she'd yeah, be yeah. employable again. So she went for a John Hughes film because that was that would make it. But yeah, at the time they were very much that was I think one of Tim Robbins' first films as well. Just destroyed the careers. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, I'm very fond of it as a film. Maybe but I'm I'm, it, I'm yeah. very very fond of the comics. Yeah, like okay. I really like so them. So I don't know the comics at all. I re- I've got an omnibus of all of them, the okay. lot, and I regularly dig them out, and uh, uh, I really like it. Huh. Well, maybe I'll. And also, it, but watch. it's very much of its time. So it's yeah. like, it, went, it ran for president at one point, or they tried to get into. You know, there was a <laughs> Howard for president sort of thing yeah. going on, and all that. But um. Yeah, I, I understand why it's reappraised. I get that. It's, but it has had a second kind of people. They love it now. Good. The, the culty film. But that happens a lot with films. I should hope it? so. Yeah, okay. And it's even funnier that it's destroyed people's careers. Potentially nearly. I mean, Tim Robbins is obviously all right now, but at the time was one of his first film roles. Can you imagine the panic? But I would, bet they're all right with it now. Yeah, they are now. But imagine him. I'm working with George Lucas. How yeah, can yeah. this go wrong? A hero. Yeah. Willia Thompson, massive yeah. star at the time. This is going to be my like big career move. Yeah. And then it tanks like that. And yeah. they're told, like, you can't get any jobs. Sorry. I love that. I wow. like, you know, the reason I love it is because they're all all right now. Yeah, they're fine. If it just so, there's with... things in your career and my career as well. When you look back and you go, God, that, that yeah, like when that I went with that Ray dreadful. Peacock, horrible, Ooh, horrible, dreadful, for you. dreadful, horrible time. for you. But yeah, you look back and you go, oh well, it's sort of you know. Yeah, it's funny. There are always things you, are always it? funny when yeah, you're like, look what is. happened then. Of course, I, it is. I didn't see humour at the time, but now I do. Um, no, I absolutely get that. Um, we're going to chat with Paul Wellens now. Um, was he on one? He was on one. He was on one. Um, yeah. Hey, Paul. Hello, how are I? I'm good, man. How are you, mate? Yeah, very good. Thanks. Good. Thanks for doing this, man. I know it's last. It's been last minute a little bit. Um, that's because I've not been organised properly. Because what started happening is we do pre-records <laughs> in the afternoon and all. And I was like, oh god, it is this week, the start of the season. Um, yeah, it's no problem. Uh, but no, thank you for doing it. So um, the reason I wanted to bring you on, you know, that I work on Forty Twenty magazine. Yeah. Um, there's been a bit a bit going on at the moment. I think within the not just in football, I guess in rugby league in general, where there's a bit of like doom and gloom knocking about, I think. Yeah. Um, and there's, and I'm not, I'm not sure I can quite get my head around it because I'd got myself in a situation now where I'd got my tickets for Thursday, and I was kind of, I felt like I wasn't ready for the season to start. 
I think part it of it does seem to get earlier and earlier every year. Yeah, well, there's that, but I also think, um, I, as a Saints fan, and you're obviously at Saints, I don't, I, I don't feel quite healed. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Do you know what I mean? The, so the, the scars are still open. <laughs> yeah, a, a little bit. But I think I think I've managed to get myself up for it. I was like, okay, no, we're, and we're playing Wigan. It's a huge game on Thursday night. It's going to be on Sky as well. Um, so I'm going to get right behind all this now, and I'm going to start loving it again straight away. Um, but when I chat to people, there seems to be a bit of unease about rugby league, and I sort of want to, as, as usual, just try and play my part in putting a, a nicer spin on it. Yeah, I, mean, I think there's two schools of thought. I mean, I, I'm like you. I do feel that sometimes the game, the people who pro- pro- proclaim to love the game can be can be its biggest critic, yeah. critics at times. And uh, I think we do need to get away from that mentality because the, the sport and the product itself is going to, to showcase itself. What we need is a lot of positivity and drive behind it. And yeah. uh, I think the more we can get of that, the better. And uh, like I said, the, the product's fantastic, and I'm sure. I mean, that'll be the same on, you know, when this season starts on Thursday night and you know, what better game to start the season than St Thomas we were good Yeah, I, I, I agree I'll tell you where, where I um, would, would end up with a conflict of interest with that as someone who writes about the sport And I'm, I, by the way, I'm only an expert insofar as anyone on the popular side was yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm not like yeah, I'm yeah. not Phil Kaplan. I'm not well versed in in the game. I, I just know what I've learned myself. I'm, but I don't profess to be an absolute expert. But I, I, I think there is a slight duty um, of people who are, um, who are promoting the game to sort of call out when when it looks like it's in bother. You know, when it looks like there's going to there could potentially be an issue. And I think that happened with yeah. the you know the, the structure change. Because the, the the structure of the league has changed from last year, so uh, and and it's uh, in my opinion it's changed to a better system now. I would agree. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so I think that perhaps wouldn't have come about if there hadn't been an emerging criticism of it. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, I, I think the other side of the argument they said is, is that you know, I do the, the the game was in need of new life breathing into it. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I think you know the appointment of Robert Elson as the CEO of Super League, you know, has, has helped change that. And uh, there seems to be a lot more positivity, uh, you know, around Super League and and what it can potentially become now, uh, yeah. given those changes. And you know, I'm excited by that. I think it's it's something that the, the, the game needs. Uh, and you know, to, to reiterate my point from before, the product's fine. If the product's great. We just need to showcase it better, be more positive about it. And, uh, and, and let the game grow. Agree, I, I absolutely agree. Yeah, fundamentally agree with you on it. And and it's uh, like the the one real life personally got myself is I, I, I do whatever I can to never critique a player specifically or, or not, certainly not in a cruel way. Do you know what I mean? It, if yeah. if someone's had a a loss of form mm. or whatever, you might talk about it further down the line. I do you remember back in whatever year when they were struggling, but at the time it always seems to me to be quite a cruel thing to do to single out a human being. And, and I think yeah, there's a yeah. difference between that and there's a difference between calling out an uh, administration or, you know, calling out a, a structure that's not working or whatever without pointing the finger at specific people. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, I think, you know, Robert's come in and he's a dead so I, like, like I say, I'm, I'm a big believer in the, the product's great, but even even so, we've made steps to improve that as well. Uh, you know, subtle rule changes regarding the shot clock to, to speed up the game, the reduction yeah. of uh, how many interchanges you can have helps helps to speed up the game. And uh, essentially, that's what the fans want. The, the rugby league is, you know, it's a real fast, quick, uh, free flowing sport that you know keeps you keeps you on the edge of your seat. And the rule changes implemented 
implemented will will go a long a long way to improving that as well. It's completely that. Well, the shot clock, just to explain to listeners, is uh, basically they're now if if the game stops for a dropout from mm. one of the sticks or a penalty, or whatever, they've only got a, a, a certain amount of time to do that. Oh, okay. Rather than because sometimes people would take the mickey a little bit, and you know they'd stay down injured when they're not injured or whatever. Okay, they got. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, what's kind of crept into the game in recent years is kind of what you'd probably see in, in, in more in a football game is someone get injured and lying on the ground for yeah. a while, and, and then the physiotherapist comes onto the field and you know stoppages in play going on for two, three, four minutes, which uh, rugby league can ill afford because, like I said, the game is designed to be fast and free forward and, and tough, and totally. uh, such stoppages like that don't don't lend to that, that that type of thing. Unrelated to that, um, is LMS looking good in pre-season? He's looking good and he's as loud as ever. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you that. You hear him before you see him, but you know, he's had a, to be fair to him because uh, he's getting older is Louis and you know, I had the pleasure of playing him when, when I was still playing. And you know, He's great to be around. He's got a fantastic attitude to not just to sport but to life itself. He's, yeah, yeah. You know, he's a real infectious personality and you know, he's great to have around the camp. Um, so Saints specific cause I, I was down for Johnny's um, Johnny Lomax's testimonial game the whole game yeah I'm, yeah. I'm almost thawed out from it oh god it was a cold day wasn't it um, do you know what I was thinking about you as I, as I often do Paul <laughs> but <laughs> Thank I was you. thinking about something you said the last time we chatted about the investment in players and all that sort of stuff and I, and I noticed something which I, do you know what I don't even think I've seen before at a testimonial game so Johnny Lomax's mm. The Saints fullback. Well, he's not Saints fullback. Saints number one. He's got number one on his jersey, but he's not the fullback anymore. He's in the halves now. But um, he, in fact, he took Paul's jersey. Oh, did, yeah. right, back cool. in the day. I started, I started speaking to him after about four oh, years. Yeah. Ago. <laughs> well, I know we've joked about it, but I wasn't all right with that at the time. But mm. I, I didn't take that out on Johnny. But uh, yeah, I wasn't all right with that at all. But um, it's his testimonial year, so he's been playing so. for. It's actually been more than ten years at Saints. But um, I'll tell you what. Te- okay, <laughs> my please. producer's looking at me at the moment like, "What's a testimonial?" I don't know what. That, I'm so sorry, Paul. I don't know what testimonial year. It sounds nice. It, well, Paul, you can explain yeah. testimonials. Yeah, testimonial is. I was lucky to have one myself. It's it's, it's, it's ten years service at uh, one club. Uh, ten years service after over three hundred games, which they get granted by the governing body. The, the rugby football league. You, you apply to the rugby football league and, and get one. And uh, Johnny's got one this year for you know unbelievable service to the club over over the last ten years. Yeah. So not and, and not without his misfortune, Johnny Lomax. And it's you know his story is actually intriguing from being he was very badly injured as a kid, like, oh, right. like yeah. almost fatally injured as a kid. Um, he's got a metal plate in his head. He's the England fullback now. I guess he's the fullback of England, pr- primarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Although he's not fullback at Saints for varying reasons because of sure. input players and that sort of stuff. Um, and uh, he's had long layouts with injuries. Had dreadful luck with injuries, which mm. hopefully, fingers crossed, seems to have settled now. Okay. But what I saw, as someone who stays on the terrace, you know, till the bitter end, you know, and clap everyone off and all that sort of stuff. He came out in his testimonial, and uh, no exaggeration, I watched him for ages mm. when everyone was leaving. He, he he met, I think, everybody who was left in that ground. Oh, that's lovely. Like, he went around the, the periphery at um, the Totally Wicked Stadium and met everyone. Oh, that's nice. Did he meet you? Well, I, did, I didn't go down to... Um. But Wellens will tell you, I I'm not one for pushing myself forward. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, though. I'm, I, get, I actually get very shy. The, the, the times I've been at Saints where I've been behind the scenes at Saints and you've walked around the corner, I, honestly, it's all I can do to hold my shit together, Paul. Oh, 
<laughs> no matter how cool I play it, it really is. It's, I'm flattered. No, it's true though, ma'am. It's That's true. That's nice. Well, so you're going to a game on Wednesday, right? <laughs> Thursday. Thursday. Yes. Thursday. Um, Paul, yeah. can I just, I, I'd like to ask you something. Oh, because, this is because um, I've been bitching to her. I know well, what you're going to say. I, I like to take care. I don't, it's very cold outside at the moment and I don't want Ian to be ill because I, you know, I'd like him to be it's here. It's fine. But um, on, on Thursday, can you just hook him up and get him into the players' lounge? Because John, Johnny Vegas hasn't sorted it for him. So yeah, I'm sure it's awesome. Johnny will be in there. It's, do you know what? If, if I now I'm actually I don't care about being in the players' lounge. Well, to be, no, to be Jane, I, Jane, I've got I've bought my tickets. You need a radiator to be But in I've here. bought my tickets. I'm already oh, in the ground yeah, anyway, but, so it's fine. But, you know, and I don't mind. I'm not one. You know, from this show, I'm not one for comments. No, really, generally but speaking. But if Paul was to hook you up with a little, well, listen. But the thing is, though, because Vegas is going mm. as a guest of some sponsor or something, and he was meant to be going with me. I've got a text on my phone. Saying, here's some dates for your diary, and it was the Saints Wigan game, and it was a Paul Heaton concert. <laughs> and he said, Book me in for both, is what he said. That was the last I heard from him. And then the next thing I hear from Bev is, I was going Saints with some cider. Uh, <laughs> oh, right. Well, you know, who's the better offer, you or some cider? Yeah. <laughs> I think we all know, don't we? Yeah, so uh, no, I'm, not, I'm not actually asking the players to have tickets, Paul, but what I will say to you, I don't want tickets at all, but uh, what I will say to you is, if you do see Johnny, um, can you ask him, oh, is your friend Ian not with you? Yeah. I, I like no, chatting I'll with him. I'll certainly ask him. I'll say, can you ask him if I don't take down to his friend while he's in the terrace? <laughs> <laughs> that would be much appreciated. Yeah. Um, are you, how are you feeling about the new season for Saints? Really looking forward to it. I mean, you, know, you mentioned it, like, earlier about the scars haven't, haven't healed yet, but uh, no, I, I must admit, at the start, I was a little like that myself, but yeah. once you come back to training and you, and you kind of get back in that environment and you see how hard the, the guys are working, and the guys have been a real positive influence on everybody's mentality, really, in terms of the way they just got back into things and cracked good, on. Okay. And there's been very little talk about last year. Okay, uh, good, we spoke very briefly about it, but the focus has just been very much on getting back to playing well and putting smiles on people's faces again. And, yeah. you know, that, that's what it's about, really, essentially. You know, the, the team played so well last year and, and, and we didn't come away with the silverware that we wanted. But uh, that said, there's still a lot of positives to be taken from last season and, and how well we played. So we don't have to change a great deal. Uh, we just have to keep working hard for each other. There, you know, essentially that's the, the, the core ingredients for you know for any successful side. Keep working hard for each other, and we've got the ability within the squad to, to create opportunities to play exciting football, and, and that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, well, well, I mean, just well, just to fill in for the listener as well, Saints were just the form team all year last year, like mm-hmm. untouchable, and then just just two games. It was a semi-final of the Challenge Cup and the semi-final of the Grand Final. Just felt just I don't know what happened. It just it just fell apart. So we didn't. Oh. We were expected to win the lot. We won the League Leader Shield. Um, which is in rugby league, kind of. Uh, I, I don't think it's given the credit that it should be given, but okay. I, I also. No, but I also. Th- I, but I get it from a player's point of view that they're not. You know, we've been socialised into going. No, that's not what you want to win. You want to win the big prize. Um, yeah. So I do understand that. Um, but yeah, it, was, it just ended up being kind of disappointing in a weird way. Do they? Do they win when you go and see them live? Ian, do they tend to win, or how do they do? Do they tend to win? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just wondering if you're a jinx or you're a good omen for them. Like, I've, how I've is supported it? them since like 1986. No, I don't mean so that. Not... Physically, when you're in the building, how do they tend to perform? Well, I, I have seen Saints 
I, I've always said with Saints that they provided me with the highest highs and the lowest lows of my life. Like, like, genuinely. I saw it was a long time. And yeah, I guess you'd have been on the terrace at the same time, really, Paul. Because Paul's yeah, yeah. best telling, you know, sure. there was like, the, I think the first final I went to, proper final, was the 86 87 Challenge Cup. That was a defeat. And the 89. very young when you went to that, you're a baby. I was, yeah, I was one. <laughs> <laughs> and then the 89 Challenge Cup, yeah, which yeah. we simply don't talk about. Oh. Um, and that, yeah, so I, I saw them lose a lot of times before I saw them win. Right. There was a thing that you saw say about saying it's always the bridesmaids. Yeah, yeah. And then over time, I, I, I guess it's become more. Uh, we went through a, a real glory patch, it, it, certainly in the midst of your playing days, Paul, yeah, where it was yeah. like we were untouchable and winning the lot, sure. or, or you know, regularly. Then we had a, a, a very difficult few years of getting to the finals but not winning them again. Mm. Um, and then, I, I guess Paul's last season or last full season. Paul lifted the Super League trophy at the end of that season against all odds. Actually, that season. Yeah. Or that well play- done, that, that, that well playoffs. Done. Don't patronise. That's good. That's good. That, like it's against all odds. That's very good. <laughs> no, it was though. So, uh, so to answer your question, no, I don't think I'm a jinx. Okay, but, well, that's but, good. but I have experienced every emotion. Well, that's nice. It's like a big With, love of your life, then. Totally. Every is. emotion. No, it absolutely is. That's it nice. absolutely is. Yeah, yeah. But don't have any other sport that I feel that about. No. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big believer as well. Sometimes when you experience those tough times, it makes the you know when the great times do come along, it makes them that little bit more special. When you, you know, when you, you feel the, the pain of, uh, you know, I, I felt this in 2014, like you said, when I lifted the trophy. I think yeah. it was made to feel so much better because of the finals that we'd lost previously. Well, well uh, I mean, God knows how you felt about it. But, you know, actually in that moment there and then. I mean, you said a very, a very telling thing before you lifted the trophy where you said a lot of these players in this squad weren't there for them years or you know people come and go but the supporters were there every year on them terraces going through that heartbreak as were yeah. you so you you were consistent in that as well so it was very fitting that it was you lifting that cup and it was very fitting that you were able to I remember you in the post-match interview saying that you'd, you'd told a fair few lies about it when you said you weren't bothered about them but you'd lied through your teeth yeah pretty much uh, because yeah, because I knew uh, going into the game, uh, the majority of my teammates haven't been in the final when we'd, we'd, we'd lost. So I didn't want to, by mentioning it and, and saying that, you know, it's something that haunted me for years, yeah. I would have to be putting the pressure that I was feeling on 15 or 16 other blokes. Of course, yeah, yeah. And, and kids, <laughs> like, a lot of kids as well at that point as well, when like kids, like people coming through that were pretty young and stuff. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I, I, I totally get that. But it was quite nice to have that acknowledgement, you know, that you actually said there was a real humanity to that. I felt where you were saying it, it's haunted me, same as it's haunted like you lot on the terraces. You know, as, as a Saint supporter yourself, as well as somebody who's in in the you know the system, it, it, it was it was a it was a nice thing to say that man. I don't mean to suck up to you at all, but it, like it really was a nice thing to say that. No, but, but as well, you, you know, sometimes we're, we're all pretty straight-talking people. So when when I've been in and around the town, in, in you know, in the years when I was losing then grand finals, yeah. the people were telling me. <laughs> so oh God, yeah, they, yeah. It was they'd horrific, come up to you in the street and they'd let you know. Oh, I've been to every single one of them. When you're going to win? When you're going to win one? And it went on and on and on. So look, you know, thankfully in 2014 we could, you know, given the, the you know the final that they deserve. Yeah, well, well, hopefully it'll be the same again this year is what we're all hoping for. But I'll I tell you what, it's, it, honestly, it's ace that you're still at the club and it's ace that you're still involved in the sport in such a big way. Hey, can you imagine how, how it would be if Warrington ever won the grand final, speaking of how we've been speaking about that, of the release for their speckies, of how that will feel, that moment of, like, God, it's actually happened. Yeah, no, I mean, because it, it, I think, so, well, it was the greatest side of the hour, the successful side, it's, 
Kind of mind-boggling. Yeah, it, it, it feels like Saints in the eighties. That's how. That's a. That, that's why I, ca- I can never fully take the piss because because yeah. I, I lived <laughs> that with Saints in the eighties completely. Um, listen, man. Thanks ever so much for doing this last minute. All the best with the rest of the prep and stuff, and all the best oh, on Thursday, you. obviously. And um, yeah, l- long may you ride at that club, man. It's always a pleasure to speak to you. I've never seen in the players' bar. I'll buy you a drink. Mate, oh, yes, Paul, I can't, you will. I can't get in the players' bar, man, yeah, because Paul, it up. My, my celebrity friend. <laughs> has been a Judas on me as well, right? And I, and, but I'm press. Mm. I'm technically press. All right. Well, okay. I should be able to just <laughs> waltz in there. Well, <laughs> I don't know anybody behind the scenes. We'll let you You're in. my only contact, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'll find a way in. Oh, oh wow, yeah, Paul's not committing yes, to that. Yeah, he? he just shrug, he shrugged <laughs> the responsibility. Oh. <laughs> wow. Um, I'll see you soon, man. Regardless, thanks ever so much for coming on. My pleasure. All the best. See you soon, you too, Paul. Bye. That was a really good try. That was a really good try, Nat. That was a really good try. I know, I tried my hardest and I thought we went for it and then you tried to say, oh, don't worry about it. Well, I do mean don't worry about it. And now at the end, he's definitely not going to. I hope you'll find a way in. No, that was a really good try. That was a a genuinely good try. I did my best. I know the chairman and everything. Well, I I, I know him to chat to him. Get him on the phone. Shall we do that? Yeah. Is it a five star, please? Yeah, I'm just just talking over five stars. Yeah, show some respect. Has anyone got any contacts at Saints? I just heard everyone else at the magazine saying, oh, we've got our press passes. Like, why has no one got me a press pass? Yeah. Five star, please. I'm sick of not being famous. What are you doing? It's a banner. <laughs> what, Sorry, what, what were you doing? I was like, I loved a bit of rain or shine by five, five star. Why are you singing five star? I was trying to sing like I could hit notes as well. Um, just so you know, by the way, I know, I'm, I know I'm beating this drum all the time, but there's genuinely an issue with rugby league at the moment. Like, there really is. It's the, the game's in a really precarious state, I think. Sure. So I'm, I am always going to continue to promote this game That's that I good. love and I care about. I know how much and, you love And it. the season, as we were saying, starts on Thursday. The Saints-Wigan games on Sky. It's the biggest derby in rugby league. It's a huge game, Saints-Wigan. Yeah. I think it's pretty much sold out in the ground. So just, just have, have a brief look. On Thursday, if you don't like it, you don't like it, it's fine. I know people have looked at it and don't like it. I know people have looked at it and are now hooked on it. I've got people who have fans. Can, I, can you take quote. me to a game once? Can I take you to a game once? Yeah, well, yeah, maybe t- twice. Yeah. No, like, I, can, I can take you once. <laughs> <laughs> I can take you once. Because I might like it. I don't know. I've just got to take you there. That's all I've got to do. You've got, you got to be with me for whilst the game. Has it got on. to be one that I'm going to? Yeah, yeah, it does actually. <laughs> I can give you a lift to like a Wakefield no, 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 game no, or something. I, need, I can't go on my own. I don't know what's going on. I just stood there and some rugby. Well, you got to be careful what you wish for, Nat. Well, yeah, but there we go. Had a text in I love from... Paul Wellens. Yeah, he's a lovely guy. I really do. Yeah, I really think the world. He loves you too, which is why he's getting you in the lounge. <laughs> um, so, Will, former intern on the show who got fired on the last well, the last we, show, I believe it can was. Can we give him a code name then? Because we don't say oh, the names right. once again. Uh, what do we call him? Bill. Bill. <laughs> yeah, Bill. Um, <laughs> he Bill's has close. texted me to say, and we were talking about um, what they do in the shadows, the director. He's not giving right. me... I, it's pronounced Taika Watiti. Okay. So, thank you. Thanks for that, Bill. Uh, Bill, helpful. you don't work on this show well, no, anymore. No, that's helpful. He's listening to the show, so that's yeah, but nice. Don't be sticking your oar in, mate. Bill. I'll see you tomorrow. Um, Stop sticking so your oar in, mate. Also had you, some... you chose to be sacked. Well, so do you the, now live with that. And I think it's outrageous, really, when we think. When I saw that clip back of what he said to the lead actor, yeah. Tom Brittany from Manchester. Horrible. Horrible. He had to go. You've got to, sometimes, Bill. You've got to live with yeah. the debris that the. The drama of your life has got caused, to do it. Got to and do that's it. what's happening now. So your actions have caused a situation where you now have to deal with the debris, yeah. and that doesn't mean you can just come doing te- and texts as well. I know, texting not even me. joining in on Twitter or anything. Oh yeah, so, why oh, didn't you tweet oh, it, I'll Bill? Because I know her. Yeah, he's showing off. Just Bill, you, you tweet the show, all right? From now onwards, you contact us through Twitter or nothing only, because <laughs> I've just blocked your number. Yeah. 
Thank you, Bill. I'd managed to forget about you. <laughs> I still see him twice a week. Do you? Yeah. Must be awful. Uh, Your date night. <laughs> nights. It'll be, two, it'll be two, two times a week. Your date nights. It's not a date night. He's 20, Mom. by the way. Uh, Gareth Bundy has tweeted the show. Howard- oh, I'll tell, you what I, I'll tell you what I want. Gareth no. <laughs> no, you got time for that story. Howard the Duck is great. Plus, he gets a cameo in the Guardians of the Galaxy. He does, that's true. Scene. He does, okay. that is true, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, also, from- It's a different design of him. It's, it's closer to how he looks in the comics. It's, okay. It's just a little... He's only in the background. He's just there. He's in a in a cage or something, in a box or something. All right, maybe I should um, try and rewatch Howard the Duck then and more. I'd, I'd, I'd have a look it. at the comics, but I wouldn't All start right. at the beginning because I think they're quite hard to get into. I'd okay. start. So I'd just drop into the middle. It's just a, it's just you know somebody. It's just a, a stranger in a foreign land is what it is, and, okay. it's, and how they deal with the culture. That's what it's about. It's from outer space, and it's how they deal with the culture and stuff, and how they how they see the world that everyone just accepts, and they're like, this is absolute nonsense do you know what I mean so how we just accept the world all the time yeah you've got a character there who's like calling out it's bullshit constantly mm. I, I really like Howard the Duck okay uh, a, also, a work of genius I would go as far to oh, say okay. like, well, I'll honestly. definitely revisit it then also had a tweet in from Alice Norton who says hello Ian and Nat hello think we just need to clear up any doubt that I did not fiddle with Prince Philip's brakes on his car <laughs> I don't remember what was that about well he crashed his car didn't he Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, it took a while to apologise, I have to say. And that my coming out as transgender is not an attempt to hide my identity after the incident, uh, despite the suspicious timing. So, Alice Norton is former, I know you're not meant to do this, and I forgive me, but is Al- Alex, uh, no- Alex. Alex Norton? Norton? I believe. Uh, was it Alec Norton and now Alice Norton? Yes. Okay. Alice Norton, yes. I'll leave, I'll leave that name there, but I'm just saying, just so I can actually work it out myself. Oh, okay. So, oh, congratulations. I mean, it is suspicious timing. I do see what you're saying. It really is, and that's an extreme measure. That is, really, yeah. <laughs> to do that. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that's the sort of thing that somebody guilty would do. Right. Because, that, that's, I'm, well, I'm just saying, I'm putting it out If you did there. that with the brakes on the car, you're going to need to do something drastic, because you're going to be in all kinds of trouble. There's some big ifs here. So what I will say is, if you were um, fiddling with the brakes on Prince Philip's car, right? Yes. And from what I've heard, fiddling with the fucking accelerator pedal as well, but... That's just what I've heard. If that was you, it would be a huge step to come out as transgender in order to hide your identity. However, true. things like messing with the brakes on high up royalties vehicles would require, would require a, huge a step. drastic step. So it wouldn't be ridiculous for us to be suspicious of no. that. However, I will take you on face value and I will you know, I will believe your version of events. Yeah. But you know, it's just it's a good thing to note down, isn't it? I think it the, is. Uh, Bill Roney has tweeted the show pop saying that in the dossier. Um, uh, uh, at Ian Boldsworth, Infinite Hermit demanded I tweet him on Fubar Radio just to let you know my mum calls me Bill. Oh, so that is it's actually nice, his name then. Damn it. Well, what can we call him? We can't, we can't call him Phil. twat because Jacob got no, that. can't call him that. <laughs> Phil. 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 Let's call him Phil. Phil will do. Um, and then Mark Stevenson tweeted a bit earlier, which was nice, uh, saying, this show loves call the midwife, neighbours and 1980s entertainers. Right. First, yep, uh, first correct, off. Correct. First off. No, hang on. First off. Don't call this show because you've heard my opinion on all this. What? 1980s entertainers. I'd Love say that. that. I'd Love say that. bit of neighbours. Also, I don't. Do you know what? I hear what you're saying. It's felt neighbours wrong as well. Yeah, he did. Um, 1980s entertainers is kind of disrespectful because I think so because Biggins that, is still around. Yeah, doing, he's, he's not a 1980s. Bobby entertainer. Crush was on TV re- yeah. recently. Vicky Michelle still doing Bobby stuff. Bobby Ball, all them. Bobby lot. Ball. So people yeah. you would have said, oh, they were very, very famous in the 80s. I still, agree. Still doing stuff. Still doing it, mate. Yeah, so not so just 1980s that's entertainers. Just a bit rude. It's a bit much, isn't they it? They said I say this out of respect, as they aren't what I would usually tune into. <laughs> 
But they usually talk Ooh. about interesting things. Not high, quite not quite showing the hand no, there. No, that's high praise. High praise remark there. Nah, but it um, says usually, doesn't they it? They usually, but he's also caveated it where he might go, but un- unfortunately today they didn't. Some you of know, them have might. been rubbish, I must agree. I'm trying to think of a rubbish 80s entertainer. Sorry, not strictly. Who's been on here? Yeah, I can't. I'd rather I not could, say if we I did. I probably name you two now. Oh, no. Well, send me off her. I don't All want right. to know on her. Because... Uh, <laughs> I can't think. I'm trying to think. Who we had. Oh, we had remember back in the day. We had, and we loved him. Bob Carroll, geez. Got it straight away. Got the one I was thinking about. No, he was lovely. <laughs> that was a joke. That was completely oh, a joke. Okay, he really was, wasn't he? Yeah, well, he it was really in his was. candle shop, wasn't that's he? Right, that's right, unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, that's lovely. Yeah. We that was a joke. Basil that was brush. A joke. We had basil brush on. Hey, he fucked off fast, didn't he? Do you remember that interview? Yeah. I interviewed basil brush, and I said something a bit rude, and he was gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was yeah. like, oh, kid Sally, can't, Got can't, go, yeah. can't. I understand that. So that's nice. He's eighties, yeah. Yeah, he's definitely I feel like 80s. that conversation peaked and then petered out. It's gone. I'm going to put Louis Primo. Thanks for your tweets. That for you by radio. Is it Louis Primo or Louis Primo? Louis Primo. Primo, isn't it? Well, no, it's got an A at the end. Oh, Prima. Prima then, like Prima Donna. Okay, there you go. Phonetics fans. Yep. Louis Primo, Jump, Drive and Whale. Uh, oh, Louis, Louis Primo. Prima, Prima. From Call <laughs> the Midwife, the not, album. Yeah, I know that's what it's from. Yep. I'm aware of that. Yep. Uh, Mark... Stevenson. Don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. There wasn't an issue at all. Mark, who said about this show, loves Call the Midwife, has now (laughs) tweeted, I'm sorry for offence. It wasn't offended. No No, one was offended. offended. The neighbour's spelling was due to my phone dictionary. Uh, Done it again. Done it again, though. See? Yeah, look, said it. Did it again. No, he did it. I think also, I looked, I think he's in South Korea. What's PDT saying? Um, Tiny little name. uh, I had a proper argument with the guys. Oh, it's just. Where's it gone? I had a proper argument with the guys who ran the bad film club over them showing how the duck, it's a fun film. Yeah, but it's a bad film as well. It can be bad. Yeah, you can yeah. see it as a bad film. Right, you, okay. You could choose to view it that way. Same as you sure. could choose like Rocky Horror as a bad film. Okay. Essentially, but it's not. It's a work of genius. But also, I understand why it would be taken that way. Okay. Just quickly to wrap up, my, not to wrap him up. Like PDT having an argument, is it? Uh, this show <laughs> discussion. It's not like you having an argument, Pete. Mark also says this show also streams at one to three a.m. in South Korea. That is commitment. He's listening to you right now. We one a.m. in South Korea. That's North. That's North Korea. We're banned in North and Korea. I'm staying up and for China. most of it. Got work today, so yeah. that's nice. He's going to stay up till three a.m. And go to work. Oh, Thanks, Mark. You're our favourite tweeter of the day. Oh, I mean, yeah, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Why? Because no, you, you can listen to it on the website afterwards yeah. or on iTunes. Yeah, or, but you it. know, I just don't think you need to worry about any of that. Mark doesn't want sleep. You don't want sleep. <laughs> anyway. like, I don't want to promote self promotion with him. Uh, we're joined now by Ben Bidwell. So it was going to be yourself and Matt. Yeah, Matt, is that right? Yeah, Matt's not made it, I'm afraid. He's not made it yeah, okay. he's what, ha- at all. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean by that? Is this tragic? Is this a tragic well, scenario? No, he has had a, it's, it's a difficult situation. Is it? Oh. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, if I'm fine, honest, fine. yeah. All right, no worries. So I'm sorry he's not uh, here. No, no, it's not okay. a problem That's at all. all right. It's actually, do you know what? With all due respect to him, it's better um, logistically. Because otherwise we end up having too many people in the studio. I, it's always a struggle when there's two people. So there's myself and Nat and there's two people as well. So logistically it's better, but we send our well wishes. Oh, yes. thank you. Um, so, the Naked <laughs> Professors podcast. Yes. It's what you're going to be chatting about. Um, you can fill me in on it. Um, the quickest I can do it is to say that this is the opposite of the kind of the glitz and the glamour of Instagram okay. that, that, that we see. This is their real life story. Yeah. Um, so we want to we want to get celebrities on talking about the challenges and difficulties that they have. Okay. Um, rather than hey, here's the red carpet because whoever you are, we, everyone has a difficulty. Yeah. You know? and, and hopefully we're empowering an audience to say, hey, look at these guys, your heroes, your idols. Yeah. They, they may have a great life. It's still difficult. How do you find that from a booking point of view? Do you find uh, uh, I would guess presently that it's easy. 
that people are very willing and, and really want to tell those stories. Yeah. But you might imagine this way, the, the imagination might be that people wouldn't want to reveal that things, those things about their life. But I think mm. that has shifted completely now. You're totally right. Yeah, I think vulnerability is becoming cool. People yeah. realise that's authentic, actually, to share your truth. Um, Does that not worry you? The, um, the, the, the phrase I'm talking about is becoming cool. That 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 really worries me. As someone who's worked kind of extensively in mental health stuff and, I've, and has backed away from it, um, it's the becoming cool is, is the worry for me. Yeah, that's genuinely the worry. Yeah, because people jumping on the bandwagon. Not even so much that, but, I, but yeah, yes, in, in its dirtiest form. Yes, yes. but more that it becomes a an, an enticing idea to be part of that gang worries me because it's like there was a thing that I did because I did a thing on the mental podcast and, and the mental podcast Johnny who we've been speaking about Vegas mm-hmm. yeah. at one point said he knew another comedian who was reading Bukowski and trying to get deep and interested and dark and and Mike was like why why would you choose to be like you know to want to be that and that's that's when I worry about becoming cool yeah. is that people go oh I should be depressed <laughs> Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I totally. It's like uh, if I'm depressed, I've got a story. Yeah, completely. And I hear you. And it's that's the that's the difficulty because for me, vulnerability is being real. Yeah. Because I think we're, a lot of us wear masks because we're scared to be real. Yeah. You know, if we show up, people might say, "What are you doing? You, you loser!" Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, that's a, that's an, uh, our egos in tatters. Um, so for me, vulnerability is being real. It's not making anything up. It's just, hey, this is my truth. And I think you can tell someone's authentic truth. When do you, do you always do you think that? Um, I think so. Not, not, not immediately. When you look in their eyes and you hear yeah, how they yeah, talk, yeah. you can feel it. You know, is this something that really that they're showing? Not because they want attention, but because it's their truth. Yeah, I, I think there is a difference. Yeah, or or worse. I'll tell you. I'll, can I just tell you honestly what, yeah, my, issue, what my problem is? I'll, yeah, tell you, yeah. I'll tell you what my problem is. Yeah. Um, and people who follow me in different places will, will know this already. That this is kind of a quandary for me. This interview, and I'll tell you for why. Because I've not done the mental podcast for I think two years. I only did one series of it, and I think. It's two years or something, and I've got an episode coming out on Wednesday. Now that episode's already out on my Patreon, but it's not, and, and that's not a plug. That's I'm not. I'm just saying. It's, so some people have already heard it. Is what I'm saying, um, and it's out to the general public on Wednesday. And in that, I, I spend a chunk of that explaining why I've stepped away from it, and explaining mm. why I've stepped away from wanting to talk about mental health stuff. And within there, I discuss what we've just discussed about it being cool and trendy and all that sort of thing. Mm. I try and be measured, and I try not to call people out, really. I I, I do try my best not to do that uh, or to get angry about it. But now I feel like there's a a slight conflict of interest because I'm like, and I've arrived here today, it's like, oh, and these uh, these guys are doing this mental health podcast. I'm like, I've literally just recorded something saying why I think that's a bad idea. Like, do you know what I mean? Not at all. So that's, just so you know, that's that's what my issue is with it. So I'm not being deliberately... Combative with it. No, Combat- I appreciate that. Com- 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 combative. Com- combative. Combative. Yeah. Combative. Yeah. That's better. Put yeah, another, yeah. another tit in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and no, I'm, I'm not. I'm doing I appreciate that. It's, that. it's just where I'm at at the moment. That's all it is. So no, I'm, I'm hey, not no. a, a dig personally. No, no, no. Honestly, I, I love the cons- the discussion, and I think it's yeah. important that people share their opinions. So I, I, yeah, know, I think amongst reasonable people, conversations easily had, and I, I won't take anything personally. And, and but the issue with that is, if we look at this on a wider scale, is I think that there are a lot of people who perhaps. Perha- Aren't reasonable people who yeah. are doing it for um, what, whatever their reasons are, but the, their reasons perhaps aren't for the greater good. Their reasons are perhaps self-serving. Selfish. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. and it's very hard. That's why I said to you, do, do you think you can work? You, you can tell that. I agree with you that you can, if you're savvy to it. But yeah. to a general populace who just consume the product, I don't think they always can. 
and that's really dangerous. I, I, I do, and I feel that's really dangerous because they might be getting mis, misfed information. Yeah, and I, I, I'm with. I, do you know what? I'm with you. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm on the same side because ours is all about authenticity, okay. and, and we're not inviting people to be anything but authentic. We mm. really, you know, and I really do believe, you know, in an hour-long conversation, you can see through people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely, you can. Yeah. So, and we also, you know, the, the conversations we have have no structure. We get, we we have a conversation, and they come, and we just talk. Yeah. We just let it, and we let it flow out, and and. Um, we, I don't think anyone really has an agenda when, when they come on. A lot of people just say, do you know what? I don't really know what mental health is. Yeah. We're just going to have a chat about it, and that's great. Yeah. And, and it just pans out naturally. Um, yeah, it's a really, again, I'm just, I just struggle for me, but it's not. Uh, um, do you think if you were in that situation, if you were in a situation where you'd invited whoever on, yeah. right, whatever, do you know what? Fuck it, let's say Johnny, because we know that Johnny, Johnny is. Johnny Vegas, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. We, so we know Johnny's authentic. Yes, we, know we that do from, know that. From yeah. mine. Yeah, 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 sure. So. But let's say he'd not done that with me, and let's say that he was doing it for career gain. Let's say he definitely wasn't doing that with me because he fucking didn't want to do it, and I talked him into it. Yeah. Um, because it just happened to be at his house. That was all it was, yeah. and it was for something else. Yeah. Somebody had let me down. So let's say it was Johnny, right? Or somebody of that ilk, somebody famous, um, who you're chatting to. And as the conversation's going on, you start, you know, between yourself and your co host, you start thinking, like, I'm not sure this is. Do you know what I mean? It, it, yeah, yeah. I've never had that, but I hear what you're saying. And what, would, what could what could you do in that scenario? I'll tell you. I interviewed someone for the Mental Podcast, yeah. who ultimately pulled the interview themselves. Is what happened. But and I'm, I won't say who it is, and I won't ever say who it is. But I had suspicions when I was talking to that person. When we were actually doing the interview, I was like, a lot of this is about career. You know, we're doing this, and we're doing this, and we're doing this. And I, I, I was, I was in two minds about including it anyway, to be honest. Mm. Um, and then it was pulled, and it did drop me in the shit. But I'm interested to know how, if that happened. It hasn't happened. I, I think, hope it doesn't. No, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope it doesn't. It could be a bit awkward. But it's so yeah. much to take um, your mind, isn't it? I definitely. Think, yeah. I think we choose our guests. You know, you, you're, it's up to you, I think, to initially choose the people who you think you're going to get an authentic and real story yeah. from. And our, our best conversations are undoubtedly the ones where you feel their heart you know this isn't they're yeah. not talking from their head here they're not telling mm. you a story they're, they're sharing what's within do you know what I mean yeah yeah I totally do and I think we try and choose people who share from within mm. rather than have got a calculated story to, to tell you mm. and it's all pre-prepared yeah, do you know I, what I mean I, no, I, totally, I totally get you what are your thoughts <coughs> excuse me what are your thoughts on um, the, the story that's quite prevalent in the press at the moment about the young lass whose father has pointed the finger quite directly at Instagram um, because do you know about this? I don't. Know. I don't read the oh, news. Okay. So I didn't but, know about this either. Actually, when you um, mentioned it, do you know it, what? I'm, I'm, the reason I'm hesitating is because I can't remember the, her surname. Her first name was Molly. Okay. And um, she was a young girl. She was 14, and she uh, she did away with herself. Her family had no clue there were any mental issues whatsoever mm. until uh, posthumously mm. they found that she had been a member of uh, internet uh, Instagram groups and stuff about self harm and about suicide, depression, all that sort of thing. And he points Molly at Russell. Yeah, Molly Russell. So, and Ian, her father's called Ian, and he has quite definitely pointed the finger at Instagram and said, um, th "This is really dangerous." What were the Instagram groups? Sorry, it was there was self harm groups and the, and there was an argument oh, yeah. wow. and, and, and suicide and depression groups things like that. And As in a, promoting self harm within well, the group. Uh, How to engage? Wow, I, I guess, and it and it's. Yeah. What, what is promotion? I don't know what promotion is. Where, no. where does promotion and sanctuary stop? You know, yeah. where, where is it? so it's a, it's a really difficult one. But 
Uh, if, you, if you'd not heard about it, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't want you to answer on that just based on what I've said. So oh, okay. No, I think it's really relevant. I, I don't need to necessarily know any more. You know, I've got a lot of opinion on it. Yeah. If you want to talk about it. Yeah, by, no, by all means then. Because my feeling is that there's nothing to be done about that now. I don't mean in her case. Yeah. I mean in terms of those things now exist. It's like shutting the stable door. It's that sort of idea. that They now exist. And if you now make moves, I think the government have said today or yesterday... We, we could end up just banning the, their platform completely. As in, as in Instagram as a Full whole? Full stop, yeah, oh, yeah. That's okay. one of the statements that was made. Um, and I, I feel like it's like, well, if, it, if it's somewhere that is a sanctuary to someone, that, that's what it is now. Even if it's doing them damage, if you take that away, that's potentially fatal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they will go, well, where's and my thing one. now? Yeah. But staying yeah. in it, yeah. they could also go, yeah. do you know what? This yeah. is going to carry me through to the end. The answer's got to lie in education. I've got a real bee in my bonnet about education and all the stuff I went through at school. You know, learning crazy stuff, the Pythagoras theorem and all this stuff that, yeah. that, 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 you know, obviously did something at some point testing my brain, but it was no practicality in my later life. Yeah, okay. And there's all this fundamental stuff that's going on in our lives. The word mind was never mentioned. You know, yeah. I didn't know how powerful my mind was. I just let it run free and do whatever. None of that was mentioned at school. And all these things, social media has got to be taught at school how to use it effectively mm. and, what, and actually what it means. You know, when you're looking at all these pictures of other people looking really pretty, they've been edited, they've been staged, they've been doing everything else. It's a highlight in one moment of their life that's very different to that picture. But it's a hard thing to educate on, I think, because it's insidious. So because it's something that... Yeah. It's not clear when it's happening to you. So, so the effect that social media can have on everybody on it, by the way, top to bottom, everybody, regardless yeah. of what your mental health standing is, it, just somebody having a better, nicer dinner than you in its mm. purest fucking form. But it's such an insidious underlying thing that it does to you mentally. And, it, and, it's, uh, and if you get people at a development stage, or you know, uh, uh, which teenagers traditionally are, they're, you know, they're where you're forming yourself as a person and that, and you're very dark things that have been around for time immemorial but now they are now almost uh framed within a, a system now mm. you know self-harm is now framed within the system and I, it, I i've not i've been directly affected by it but i've never been a self-harmer but but it's uh it's a very difficult thing to get your head around because some of the arguments are bizarrely sound and, and you don't want to promote that and, and but some of it is validating a quite a perverse behavior and i mean perverse in the broadest sense i don't mean in sexual sense mm -hmm. so uh I'm I'm at a loss to be honest, but what I, what I know I don't want to do. This is personally, is I don't want to contribute to it to, to the problem. So even if I know my intentions are pure, mm. I don't want to contribute to the problem. Which is why I'm interested when people set up things like you think you've mm. set yourself. Mm. In whether that's been a I'm sure it has been a consideration, but whether how that's an ongoing how you deal with it yourself because I presume you've your own issues. Yeah, that's where it starts, right? Totally. Yeah, and and it's how you stay well within that. I found it incredibly hard. Like after the, the first of the mental podcast, it was a very intensive period, but I found it incredibly hard to stay level after that. And then, which you'll find, mm. if you're not found already, mm. you'll get a lot of correspondence of people telling you their stories and stuff, and it's very, very overwhelming. So that's the hardest bit, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. You can't help everyone on an individual basis. But you also can't say, don't contact me. Of course And you, you don't want to do that. No. So, you know, and, you, and you don't want to ignore them, but you yeah. can't answer everyone. If you're answering everyone, then where does your own mental health go? Well, I answered everyone, and I can tell you, did you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I did because yeah. because I one because I I, I sort of wanted to, yeah. I did want to, yeah. But what I was scared of, and this has become about me, and I don't want it to be. But but what I was scared of is if I'm answering like fifty of these a day, am I like missing some? Like if I'm if I'm skip reading these messages, am I missing some? That might then am I here tomorrow? They've gone.
Mm. I'm like, fuck, I, that was in that email. I didn't see it. Do you know what I mean? It's a real... Yeah, suddenly there's some responsibility on your shoulders. You've engaged. Yeah. Completely. And you, that's th- th- another reason why I don't think we necessarily can reply to all, although you want to. It's, there's a no-win situation, really. But do you not think that there, should, there should be something in place where somebody's replying to them? Yeah, definitely. But yeah, that's, that, I think that's where I think we've got to try and educate around Samaritans and yes, totally, some of the yeah, charities yeah. that can provide an alternative to, to your own. Because there's only so many hours in the day and you've, a full-time job, it could be replying yeah, to all yeah, messages, yeah. let yeah. alone doing a job. Yeah. So it's it's really hard. I think yeah, offering that alternative is is probably a key. But when you, but when you've set yourself up as someone who uh, understands, yeah, and someone who yeah. you can, they, they can relate to and they take solace in, in the way, so as you would want, yeah, yeah. they if you go, we well, should call the Samaritans, then they're going to go. I want to talk to you, yeah, because mm. you you get it, yeah, and but they only they only know that their message has been sent they don't know the other however many hundreds of messages have been sent as well it's the hardest thing isn't it yeah because they, they have no they, they're like well you could spare two minutes to reply to me sure. but is that two minutes times 100 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah right in, in, yeah. in that afternoon yeah uh, did you know. find though Ian that once you engage once that they then want to was yeah. it a one off or did, I'm guessing that they want to reply back to you and yeah. then they want you to kind of yeah, form but, a relationship but, again, but, of I, but I don't want to say uh, now though then fucking ruin my life because it didn't ruin my life no I, it, it just I just found it very overwhelming and more than anything I was scared I'd say the wrong yeah, thing or, I'm not trained in it I don't know I don't sure. know what the right thing is to say mm. so I was scared I'd say the wrong thing mm. scared that I would miss something that was the main one I was scared I would miss something Right. So I was scared, and they were long, long emails. Yeah. And you read that, and you go, "What if it says in the middle I'm yeah. planning it, or and I've missed it?" Okay. And the other, okay, the flip side of that, then, if you didn't reply, then I think you'd feel bad because what if it did say on the email and you skim read it and missed that bit, you and then something exactly right. Yeah. So there's not really a right answer to this. This is, is it? exactly my point. Yeah. I, I think it's worth setting up a system where you yeah. can. I spoke to. Um, do you know what? I can't remember what they were called. Isn't that terrible? <laughs> it was ages ago, though. Mm-hmm. It was whatever company sponsored that Mind Award that the okay. Men's Podcast won. And they... Oh, I wish I could remember what they were called. I'll find out at some yeah. point. Um, I spoke to them about it, and, and they said what they do. They specialise in matching uh, symptoms or, or people's situation to what who they should be talking to. Mm-hmm. And I, what I was going to start doing is, is just basically saying, I've, I've read your email and stuff, I hope you're all right and stuff. What I'm going to do with your permission, if you let me know, is that I'm going to divert it to them because they can help you far better than I can. Mm. But, yeah. I, but I've read it, you know. I think that's the that best you can do at times. We did a couple of them, you yeah. know, we did, and then because I'd backed out of it. Yeah. Let's talk about you for a bit. <laughs> no, no, it's fascinating. And uh, do you know what? I've, I've got an element of anxiety now. So you think? I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. No, 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 not at all. No, 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 no. I'm being. I'm just. This is my. This is my honest vulnerability. Mm-hmm. You know, in terms of. Yeah. You're so right. These things matter so much, and and you know, people are going to be more and more in contact. It's only at the moment. It's only growing. Yeah. And there is a, a weight on your shoulders to well, it's, it's try worth, and help it's, it's people. It's worth having. Certainly having a think. Anyway, uh, exactly. I, I, think I appreciate about, that. About you know exactly. about how to how to deal with that because it will co- obviously it'll come. It will come. Of course it will. Yeah. And um. And I think I, I think your reaction to that then speaks volumes for you because it's that because I know there are plenty of people who'd be like, no, no I'm, I'm doing my show about my suicide attempt. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's no. what. Yeah, yeah. That's where they're. No. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really fucking yeah. honestly. This is so, so, it feels such conflict of interest. And the reason I wanted to tell you as well yeah. is because I don't want you to hear that on Wednesday and go, shit, is that aimed at me? Because <laughs> it's recorded and done already. Do you know what I mean? Uh, right. I, I, well, I've been having a think, Ben, about this guest. So if you do get a guest 
on the podcast. Are you recording? You think this is going to be the light part of the interview now? You're not. I can tell by the way she's starting. No, and you think this is going to be the stupidest thing you've ever heard in your life. It's not. It's not. And you think, and you think like Ian did, like you know, you record someone, you think I'm not sure about this at all. A good thing to do is go. Oh, sorry, I forgot to press record. Just do that. What? Or just go, yeah. it didn't record properly. <laughs> never happened? recorded. What's the to? If you get a guest on that you're thinking, oh, they're not quite legit or whatever. Do you know what I mean? You Do don't you know want what? to air the podcast. I don't know what you're aiming at. What you're aiming it at. Nothing. I'm just saying it's a just good practice. A I'm giving you a tip to get out of having to put it out in the public oh, domain. Is what you just go is, oh, I forgot. Oh, record. I didn't record. I don't know. Oh, I, 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 I don't know what? Oh, yeah, that's Radio Produce Head, isn't it? Yes, yeah. that's I, what I would I, do to get out of a sticky jam like that. I think I'd fucking just drop a minute. No, I wouldn't never want to say, like, sorry, I question you. anyone who hijacks this is for their own personal gain. And well, I'm, Ben, you I'm, seem I'm, very I'm nice, known. so I think you take <laughs> yeah, no. the nicer route. I'm not on about him. I'm saying that. I think if I work somewhere yours else, is authentic. Yeah, yeah but I think if I, if I was like, no, you fucking con, and and you don't know the dangers you're doing, I'm going to fucking drop you in it. Well, what if they say, well, no, it, they they would obviously dispute that and go, no, this is my truth or well, whatever. Then you have the discussion. Okay. Yeah. I just that point. I just like delete the file. Whoops. Well, I've gone I, missing. It's gone missing. I, no, I, I think there's a huge amount of power in just being honest always. Yeah. yeah. Even though it's hard. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, yeah. And, 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 and you know maybe I wouldn't call them out in an aggressive way. Or you're you know you're very you're from up, no, up north. So it's, it's yeah. that's, that's, that's your twat. that's your natural. Way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a soft southerner, yeah. so I'll try and be as polite as I can. But no, I'd be. Um, exactly. I'd, I'd, I'd hope and, I would be measured about it. No, I'm sure you would because you're clearly a decent man. But I'm just trying to bust you up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, uh, I think that there's a there's a balance to it, and I think I, I, you know we've had some situations where we've had to be honest, and it's been awkward mm. yeah. in, in some situations. But once you're honest and you've done it, you've cleared it, and you've owned it, mm. if, do you know what? It makes life a lot easier. Yeah. Have you seen Truth or Dare? The film Truth or Dare. No, terrible at TV and films. No, it's a movie. I, only right. watched, I watched it not that long ago. It's a Madonna it documentary. No, no, no. It's, no, it was, it's like a horror, that, it's a horror film no. about a group of kids who end up playing a game of Truth or Dare that they get locked into. Oh. But what happens? It's not that it's not particularly good, but it's a bit, you know, it's fine. Um, what happens in that? A really interesting thing happens in that where they have to tell the truth yeah. because if, if they do Truth or Dare and they're mm. asked to do a thing, it's like a spirit force thing. It's ghost sort of situation. But if they lie, they will die. Oh, wow. And if they don't do the dare, then, you know, all that sort of stuff. But there's a real moment, there's an undercurrent of it going, oh, my God, they're really Liberating. liberated by the yeah. truth. Yeah, yeah. Right. Amongst their friends as well. So they're like, and they have to tell each other things but that they, they didn't know. But, it, but I'm sure but they didn't lie. It. No, I'm not sure at it's all. not kind of all nice stuff. But think it? about the clean slate of that. This is my thing with, with uh, vulnerability. It's incredibly liberating. When it's done yeah, in an yeah, authentic yeah. way, yeah. it's like, hey, this is my truth. Mm. And, and I don't think it is liberating if it's not your truth. If you're, if you're looking for a story... There's no liberation in that. You but just you just lying to yourself and creating more shit inside. Absolutely, but sometimes the the see that. the truths that you choose not to reveal are to protect other people. So sometimes well, that's true revealing well. those proofs, those truths could end up causing far more damage because it would upset people. You know, they'd find things out and all that. So it's, it, there's a thin line to it. I'm not I'm not fully committed to going fucking warts and all about everything. Not not least because I don't think that's good for mental health either. To be a completely open book about everything, you know, completely, but. Um, I, I like the idea of that uh, of that clean slate idea yeah. of mm. just going I'm going to just tell her I'm just going to tell him yeah. right and then you know be down I mean? with the consequence even if they may not ever speak to me ever well, again what, yeah, what can you do is that yeah, but, oh, well, but, do you know I, I think I'm in a lucky place I might dig my own hole here but I don't feel like truth or dare? <laughs> no, <laughs> no no I'm out. I'll take the dare please <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like I've got anything really that I'm hiding I, you oh, know, I've made, okay. I've, I've made a lot of mistakes. You know, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a 37. You're I'm, I'm not. 
I'm not a saint, and I'm not saying yeah, that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that the things that I did didn't, you know, I, I'll own them. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I've, yeah, I've, yeah. I've done. Right. You know, every every sin has got a, got a future, and every saint's got a pa- uh, yeah, every saint's got yeah. a past. And I think no one's perfect, and I and I, and I just. You know, I've done I've done some wrong shit. I've been a bad person. Yeah. Um. And that's that's life. That's an adult. And show me someone who hasn't. For me. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. Everyone's got their crossbow, haven't they? But you're right. Though, when you're interfering in someone else's life through your own truth, it's, that's 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 you can't it's, take it's, the ownership for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. It was that lass who got arrested in America, and she's now I think she's now in jail. Um. Who was planning to? She'd engaged someone to kill her husband. But unbeknownst to her, that person then went to the police and t- told them. So they then set it up. That an undercover copper went and met her, and she and she just said, "No, I, I want him dead and all that." Oh and God. they caught her. I can't remember her name. She had a, she had a, a, a quite an exotic name, okay. as I recall. But her husband, who was was, and then they, it was on the program Cops, the TV show Cops. Oh, wow, yeah. Right, they were filming at the I time. Kind of by, I'm surprised by, that you Cops. You don't seem like no, a cop no, no, to me. No, no, no. I, I know this from the story. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> it's for, honestly, it's really, like, it's gripping. Wow. So they were filming an episode of Cops at the time, so they got it all on film. So the police went through with the hit. Right, everything happened as if yeah. he had been killed, and they let her come home, and they said, "We're really sorry, your husband's dead." Knowing full well that he wasn't, and that she had planned to have him killed, and it went to court and stuff. And now her husband was another one who he was no saint. Clearly, he was on probation, I think, at, yeah. at the time. But what he said in court, it's really gripping. If you go, I wish I could remember the names. Um, uh, he said in court, when I got caught, when I was doing things like that, I owned it. Yeah, I threw my hands up and said, and my issue with you, I think it might be Melissa or something, whatever her name is. Mm. It's a surname that's, but it's his surname. Okay. Um, and the issue he had with her was, you're still saying that you didn't do it. Yeah. So and she's on camera, like she's absolutely she still, being yeah. caught, and she's still now. saying that she, she swears blind now that Incredible. she didn't do it. Incredible. She's lying to herself. She's, she's trying to deny. Right. She's, yeah. she's just trying. She can't own up. She's got too much shame inside of her. She can't own yeah. up to, yeah, right. to the stuff that she's put herself through. Wow. Honestly, it's a rabbit hole if you start watching it because they've got like old calls from the jail when she called him. And wow. said, "Just come and talk to me." Go, this isn't true. And he's like, "I've seen, I've yeah. watched it with my own eyes. It was, it were. Yeah. I can't help you." That's See, I did that with a girl once. I, I, we, we we kissed a few times, <laughs> mm. and I don't know why, but my friends were always like, well, "You've been kissing X Y Z," and, oh, okay, I, and yeah, I'd yeah. just be like, "No, I haven't." Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and I would just deny. Just I don't really know why, but almost kidding myself. Mm. No, no, I haven't. But it's a, again, that's a diff- <laughs> it's another difficult one. <laughs> yeah, it, what's it called now? It's called like. Um, when you're saying to someone, no, I've not, or whatever, where you're sort of putting it on them. Right. You didn't deny it to her, though, when we never no, kissed. I kind of did it, did it jokingly to my mates, then right. that they couldn't sort of... If I just oh, denied I it, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. then it's, where does the conversation go? So you weren't actually up to no good? No. It, well, there was no... One, there was not, and, it, and, it, and, it, and it was perfectly fine if I was kissing her anyway. Yeah, right. But it was just like... I don't know. I, I, see, I was yeah, almost yeah. just yeah. denying it. I t- and, and you can, all, you can <laughs> deny these things to yourself at times, yeah, I think. Yeah. It makes it easier. <laughs> That it didn't happen. So you don't admit it. What, was it yeah, you don't have to deal with it. Yeah, was, I don't know it, what was it you, Nat? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think it was. Is that why you booked him in? Stop, you, stop you, denying yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> why are you denying it? No, you've been <laughs> denying it. I was like, that's why you're here, for you to acknowledge two the wrong, truth. Two wrongs don't make a right. You know. <laughs> I, think, I think both of you okay. are being actually quite childish about this. <laughs> and I think the best way to, to bring, conclude this yeah. interview is if you bo- just both have a little kiss now. We'll get it on the webcams and stuff. And then I'll be like, you can't deny it this time, Ben. Yeah, and everyone could just come on just grow up a little yeah. bit <laughs> uh, well it's been 
uh, smashing chat and we man. I was I was dreading this honestly. I really, really? was. Yeah, well, so, I'll tell you, I came in this morning and just went. It's conflict of interest for me. This is vulnerability for me, and that's what I love. Now I see your heart, and I know that there's a trust in you that we can have a real conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I ever ask. No, no, I get that. I do do totally understand that. But my main concern, I guess, maybe self-serving. My main concern was I don't want him to think when the app goes out or or when, you know, if I'm voicing certain things that contradicts Mm. an interview that that it's two-faced. Do you know what I mean? Because it it, it isn't that. I just, I've had my own struggle with talking about this stuff. And I've made a decision for myself to come away from it as best I can. So then I was pulled back into it today. And I'm like, but I've sort of made my mind up about, I don't know if this is a good thing or Wrapped not. Wrapped it up and moved yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, look, I, I, you know, I love the honest conversation. I love the vulnerability in it. I'm drawn to it. And, and mm. I thank you for, and for, my muscles, for just... And my muscles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting to see the muscles, but can you not tell? Yeah. You, know, you can't just tell by the look of me. That I'm quite, you can sort of tell I'm muscular. Yeah, you, I think you can underneath that t-shirt. You by can the see look on me, waiting to burst out. Well, the podcast called uh, "The Naked Professors." It's yourself and who's it with? Matt, it with Matt Johnson. With Matt Johnson as well. Yeah. I'm going to send our best to Matt as well. I appreciate yeah. that. Thank you. You can get it everywhere: Acast, Spotify, you can't get it everywhere. iTunes. Well, you can't get it. You can't get it in W. H. Smith or somewhere, but you can in iTunes, Spotify. Don't go into a shop. You can't buy it in a shop, but you can get it at Acast, Spotify, and Apple. And Cheers for coming in. Thank you, Ryan. Thanks for having me. Love his chat. That was fucking five star. Don't um, five star. Singing systematic. Systematic. What does that mean? I don't know. Systematic. <laughs> Um, Why would I know? So uh, Mark Stevenson in Korea, first of all, don't said, wrap me up. don't wrap me up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But then but then now he's tweeted saying, good night, guys. I made it halfway and I'll listen to the podcast tomorrow. Thanks for the shout out. What Hashtag mel- mel- melatonin. Tolin? Is melatonin right. spelled it wrong? Is that wrong? It doesn't look wrong, it? Melatonin. That looks wrong. Melatonin. What? Mark, what are you eating? Melatonin. Hey, look, yeah. please, are you? Oh, what have they come for? Flash of blue lights outside. Don't know, I mean, mate. Toby's furious. Just because he's smart lasagna doesn't maybe, mean... Maybe the cross, maybe the cross, because Mark um, has bailed on us. Oh, uh, maybe. What's Bundy saying? Bundy. I don't think you are, but then, well, birds of a feather and all that. Oh, I think about he's applying to... Is that Gareth Bundy implying that I'm... That I'm They're all, what, argumentative? Is Gareth making out that I'm argumentative? I think I don't he think is, I am. yeah. I think he is because because Pete I'm says I'm not that argumentative. Am I? Are shit? And then Garrett says I Pete, don't no, think Pete, you are. No, Pete, you are very argumentative. You're a little troublemaker. Oh, do you think PDT is a troublemaker? Um, no, I don't I think it's intentional, that. but I think he's a troublemaker. What do you think is an unintentional troublemaker? When all that shit that. was going down with Gorn, he was first in all the time. He yeah, was. But that he? happened then. <laughs> no, well, stop bringing that up. And I quite enjoyed it, by the way, Pete. I'm not even having a go at you. Well, yeah, but PDT was first yeah. in definitely. Okay, straight off the bat. And I believe he also was like. I, I I won't do that again. So, Was he? <laughs> I think so. From what you told me, so, yeah. I don't like Gareth saying, implying that I'm like PD. I'm not like PDT, Gareth. Uh, no, I think he's saying. I, think he's, I no, he's saying he is like that. Do you know that. what I hope happens? I don't oh think he is. God! Here's what, I, here's what I hope happens, Gareth. I hope that you and PDT start chatting on Twitter now, right? I hope well, you get on really, really well and great friends and that. And eventually, PDT, as he always does, will private message you and ask you to go out for a drink with him because he does that with everyone. Does he? What? <laughs> oh, no, wrong with that. I don't know does. if he does or not. Well. Um, right, so he'll do that, right? He'll say he wants to interview you for Den of Geeks, what'll happen, right? And you'll go down and meet him, right, at the Purple Cow 
on the South Bank. The South oh, Island. the underbelly. The South underbelly, whatever it. it's called, yeah. Me and I did an encyclopedia today. It was really good fun. At the Purple Cow. But yeah, but don't let's, let's not ruin this by making it nice. <laughs> so, um, I hope that happens, right, Gareth? And he's actually sitting you down by the Purple Cow, right? And you're having a drink together, and you're getting on famously, and you're chatting away about your about your fandom and your love of me and my work, right? That's what's going that's on. That's what the folks That's what they're on about, yeah. That's what they're on about. They're all yeah. gushing about me and that. Yeah, yeah. And you're saying things like, "Oh, do you think that um, do you think that would have been a scenario where we are best friends?" And you, so you're both you, you're basically feeding into each other. You know, you, you're, sure. you're encouraging each other. They want to be best friends or best friends with you? Yeah, yeah. No, they're saying, "Do you think we could have be best friends with Ian?" And oh, all that. okay. So that's happening, yeah. and, and you're both getting excited with each other. Is yeah. what, what happens, right? Um, uh, by the way, at this point, Gareth left his baby in a locker. <laughs> well, I mean, that's classic, Gareth, right. isn't it? That is classic. It's a locker where you can like leave your bag and that. He's just a hole in, there. in it. Don't need it, zombie. Don't, oh, don't of course breathe. it is a zombie baby, that's zombie true. Baby. Doesn't need a... So left it in there. Okay, now the baby, as you would, regardless of what you are, you know, man or beast, you, you, you would get agitated in a confined space. Yeah, you would, yeah. of course. That's why yeah. prison is such a bad, yeah. you know, such a punishment. It's in solitary confinement. Exactly. Yeah. So the baby is getting more and more wound up. There's rattling going on, but they're so consumed in their conversation about wanting to be friends with me that they don't mm. hear the rattling. So the rattling's banged over there. Some staff have, have noticed it, but, you know, people are like, oh, it's probably just some some performance piece going on. Yeah, or, you know, yeah, yeah. Tiger Lilies are probably on in a tent or something, right? So this is going on. <laughs> It sounds, mm. might be a theremin, right? Yeah. The baby eventually fucking explodes with like... Yeah, you would. Yeah. Gnaws through. Wow, through the metal. The metal, Jeez, right? Okay. Which some, some zombies can do. Yeah. Particularly zombie babies with very sharp teeth. Mm. Gnaws through there. At this point, the impetus from the baby is such that it's, it's projected from the, the lockers. It, it doesn't just drop out. It's like... Like it flies bullet. out. It's like a bullet from a gun now. Wow, okay. It's like, oh, high speed as well, I imagine. High speed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's a what's a key landmark that in the in the area that I've described? Oh, the London Eye. No, 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 no. Think closer to what, where are they? Where are, yeah, um, Waterloo. And where are they? Um South Bank. And what's what is that the underbelly? What's there? The cow. And what is that? It's an inflatable cow. It's right. an inflatable cow. You've got sharp teeth flying into an inflatable oh, cow. Oh, Christ. Right? A lot of people inside there, I bet. Lots of people inside. Mm. That bursts. Mm. The entire structure drops. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, yeah. You've got mass suffocation. So we're talking about three, 400 people just suffocate immediately because the cow has just dropped on them. They can't breathe. Also caught in the crossfire are PDT and Gareth, mm. who are still too busy chatting away. And I'm going to ex- I'm going to explain this in graphic detail because it's the only way that you can. Right. The purple, I don't know what material it is, let's say it's rubber, mm-hmm. goes over their faces. It's, heavy, it's a heavy structure. PDT and Gareth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Both of them. So they're caught, you know when Han Solo's been putting carb- carbonite in Star Wars? Yeah. They're caught like that, mid-chat. Wow. So their faces are like... Are both like happy because they're talking about me, and they're yeah, like, "Oh, yeah, you could be friends with us," so, yeah. and they're locked like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the eyes that are visible through the purple material, yep. the rubber, latex, betray the fear. Oh God! The eyes are engorged. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's a lack of oxygen. Your eyes will start to bulge. Ooh. Okay. God. And what happens then is that they, such is the suffocation. Now, thank the Lord, they're both dead. Oh, so that it's, has... It's, suff- all, it's already so happened. So this has suffocated them with a smile on their yeah, face. Yeah, so, so the, right, the, okay. the prolonged suffering doesn't... That's, they that's do, they don't thing. experience it. It's just horrible for their families. Yeah. Okay? Their eyes are engorged mm. uh, to the point of, in uh, PDT's case, mm-hmm. one bursts. Oh. And I just burst. Sorry, sorry, Pete. And is locked under the purple oh, rubber. God, Gareth has the ultimate... Um, he makes the ultimate sacrifice po- posthumously. Okay. Post-mortem. 
Um, in that his baby yeah. is also stuck under there. Aww. But his baby doesn't need to breathe, as we yeah, know. Zombie. So Gareth's baby starts, there's no other way of putting it, gnawing his way through bodies. Oh, okay. To get out from Box, under... I mean, they're dead. The and bodies, they're, is, yes, they're, they're all, all gone. But one of them is, is its father. Oh. So basically, it gnaws through... Your baby, Gareth, gnaws through your face... Right. Oh, the, I'm looking for the nose. You're going through the nose. Yeah, right through the, no, between the nose. The nose and the eyes. Nose through there, through the head, through the skull, out of the back of the skull, and out to safety, freedom, and uh, sadly to go and commit more yeah. hor- hor- horrific atrocities. Horrific. But, but that's, you know, mainly that's what I Gareth. hope happens. I will say it on behalf of this kid, zombie baby, yeah. if Gareth hadn't put it in a locker, I don't think we'd be in this situation. Gareth would still be alive. So would Pete. So, you know, who's to blame here? And why do Phil's fall in love now? <laughs> Frankie Lyman and the, and the teenagers. Why do Phil's fall in love? Hey, you're right, Nat. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> just fell over a little bit, didn't you? No, I didn't. I guessed, I guessed it. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. You, you, when you, you said no- five seconds. <laughs> you knocked a guest over. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she quite a lot. Yeah, uh, we're joined so now sorry. by Laura Main from Call... I, I'm going to start calling it, and forgive me, Call the Fucking Midwife. I call it CT- because, CTM. Because I'll tell you for why. CTFM. Because I have interviewed everybody from this programme. I you like to book they lots keep, of people. They just keep booking me guests I do from the same programme. You're about the fifth or fourth over or fifth cast member. Who is it that at Fubar Radio that is a massive diehard called Midway fan? I've got no idea. In? Toby. But, uh, Toby. So somebody does, right? And I've got nothing <laughs> against the programme. Every guest that's been in from the show Lovely. have been utterly delightful. Mm. There's not been... Including so yourself. Got, okay. Well, you don't know that's yet. Oh, that's true. Let's not, let's not rush the judgement on that might be really objectionable. We don't know You seem very nice, Laura, so far. So far, everyone has been lovely, right? Yeah. So, so there's no issue with, with the cast, there's no, no issue with the programme. No. And I don't know what to say about it anymore. <laughs> I, 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 honestly, I'm all out of ideas about what to talk about. Oh. I've got a press release here that's about Miriam Margulies for some reason. So. We haven't managed to get Miriam. If you, you know, if this goes well, I'll say to Miriam Margulies, oh, if you get the full bar radio call... <laughs> Just please go and see them because you're allowed would, to swear as much as you like. I would actually like that. <laughs> I think I, she'd like to come in on this show. No, I'd so love to do, get So do I, but can I speak to her about something else besides Call the Midwife? No, what do you speak to her? Miriam Margulies, I'm got fairly a huge sure. career. Yeah, you can talk about her. everything. Yeah. Yes. I, I didn't know that she's she uh, lives in Australia for a part of the year. She's got uh, some sort of past pa- pa- well, stuff, well, there, travel documentaries. <laughs> Because she pops up in Australian TV shows yeah, quite yeah. often, and I was watching one recently, and like, oh, it's Mary Margulies. Because there's nothing else to talk to her about. Let's just talk well, about going to Australia. Would, what would you talk to her about then, Ian? <laughs> She's done. Miriam, as I, I think, over the years, has, has cultivated a persona around mm. herself, which is genuine, of being like the ultimate actor, really. Yeah. You know, like the ultimate. So, oh, yeah. sort of like yeah. in, in, a, in terms of her transformations within roles while still remaining very recognisable mm-hmm. her accent works absolutely incredible yeah. her voice works incredible um, her actual act, acting chops are brilliant yeah. as well so yeah. Yeah. I, I, I find that it's not not many are all encompassing like that mm-hmm. no and I also mm-hmm. feel like from when I've seen her on I think it's Graham Norton's show that she particularly just says what she thinks There's so not, not dissimilar to Biggins in that respect yeah so we had Christopher yeah. Biggins uh-huh. on the show and he he's very similar ilk to that, I would say. Which, yeah. you know, put us on edge for a bit, I'm not going to lie. No, but, it. but it was fun. I really well, put it. me on edge, but... Those, I loved it. Those <laughs> things, doing the Graham Norton, that, yeah. like, that just builds her up even more. Yeah. So you're like, yeah. oh my goodness, you know, and this is a moment where I would like to swear, but I'm so well trained, I won't. Well done. Um, well but, done. but, like, you think, oh my God, you know, she's coming to join us and call the yeah. midwife, you can't believe it. And 
she does not disappoint. Really? Like, okay. Literally, okay. as soon as she walked, sorry, as soon as she walked on to that makeup truck that very first day and we met her, she's not sitting there quietly, you know, she is entertaining. She's being hysterical, yeah. outrageous, funny, you know, she's just amazing. Imagine getting stuck in a lift with Miriam Mardwise and mm. um, Chris Biggins mm-hmm. and Brian Blessed. Well, that's you wouldn't be able to hear by the end of it. Imagine it's that so scenario. loud, wouldn't it? Would be it? Noise, it'd be amazing. It'd be amazing. Imagine that scenario. Because how would they, I'm interested in how would they would interact together? It'd be like Clash of the Titans, wouldn't it? Like like one, they, only one can survive. Yeah, here. and they kind of talk, <laughs> I feel like they sort of talk at each other. Yeah, but it wouldn't really be, be like three conversations going on at once, yeah. which would be amazing. I've never met her, so I've met Biggins and I've met Brian Blessed. Yeah, I've never met Blessed, and I was lose I, my shit. No, if I did. Like, as soon as you said she doesn't disappoint, I thought Blessed. Yeah, and exactly yeah, yeah. The same. yeah. He, he's Brian Blessed. Yeah. When you meet him, he's Brian Blessed. He's, yeah, twenty four seven. Yeah, yeah, amazing. yeah. So it's got to be real, hasn't it? I guess, yeah. I guess yeah. it's got to be real. Yeah. Because I've met him out of the line, you know, not not on a stage. I've met right, him out, okay. outside of that. So, and I've met him a couple of times, and he wasn't different. No, the two just times. him then, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I liked him and, a lot. And when you say about her acting chops, mm. yeah. like there was scenes in Call the Midwife, she's got like masses of dialogue to do, and every single time it's ever so slightly different, and she's yeah. completely in the moment. And then all you're having to do is react, and that's. That's what it should be, and, you know, and it was. It and was wonderful rare, to be opposite. Bizarrely rare is that in acting where you actually do feel like you're getting something from someone. You know, it's like, regardless of how good they are as a performer themselves, mm. it's it's not often you can go, oh, I'm getting, you're making ooh, me miles ooh. better. Yeah. Do you know, do you know yeah. what I mean? And you can feel it up in, in your that game. moment as well. It can up your game. And although some days I would just, completely in awe it's just a bit like oh my god I've got a line coming up and I'm acting in front of Miriam (laughs) (laughs) if I didn't have dialogue I was in heaven and I just listened in but isn't that lovely though to get to work because for all my complaining that I've done over the years about warm up and that sort of thing I have had several situations where you're in the company of your heroes or you're in Mm. the company of people and you're the same level you know you're you're with people that you've admired for many years and suddenly you're both doing the job on the same day and Mm. it is that doesn't. I don't think that that can't possibly end, can it? That feeling because I think you'll always bring that to it of being like, "Wow, I know, look I know. who I'm chatting with." That's a good yeah. thing, though. I, yeah, think, no, totally. I think if it yeah. did end yeah. and you're like, "Well, so just casually as Miriam Margulies did," then that would be a, a bad thing, wouldn't it? It's nice but to have a bit of excitement and kind of. But that's cool. why Laura, I quite like. Are you talking about it? Because I hate people that play that cool. Yeah. That does my head in, oh, do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, whatever. It's like, no, it's, it's cool that you're I blown know. away by that. I know. Does I, it make you? Um, does it alter your process yourself? So when you work with someone like that, does it then, do you then go, okay, here's what I could do differently now from learning from that person? Absolutely. Does it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, the more you get the opportunity to work and act, hopefully yeah. the, the better you get. Of course. You know, um, through the experience and not just doing it yourself, but the people that you get to work with, mm. you know? Um, so definitely that's... it's. Uh, you've got to try and maybe not aspire to those great heights, but you hope that you can try and approach something in that way. But I think if you aspire to great heights, you, you know, if you, even if you fall short, you're still higher up. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think there yeah. is about being a wanker about it, but that's no. uh, that is true. Yeah. I think if you go, God, well, they've, they've got this crap, so I'm going right. to aspire to that. So even if you come in here, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. you're still 
up the yeah. ladder, you know, yeah. Right. Yeah. certainly. I don't know, I, I do, I, I like that when, when you work with someone that's inspiring to you and when, and when mm-hmm. it sparks you up. Oh, yeah. Well, you've also got Linda Bassett and Judy Carpet in the cast as well. I was just thinking that. No, they're, they're fantastic. <laughs> I was just Amazing. sitting there thinking about all the actresses yeah. that I've got yeah. to be Jenny opposite and exactly do we say Judy Parfit Judy Parfit yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's you know and then the young ones are coming in you know and blowing your socks off and you watch them you know and you're think wowzers uh, well I'm like in between one you're then <laughs> <laughs> but not quite as old as Dr Turner oh sorry Stephen <laughs> um, no I, I like it I like it and like as I say all of you that I spoke to I really liked I've just still not watched it that's right, oh, but I feel like you get to know it through the, you get updated through the cast coming in and, and you get to know about the cast What's changes. What's happening so far, isn't it? What's happening? We're on Series 8. We are on Series 8. Sunday night, Sunday night, Sunday 8 p.m. 8 o'clock, BBC One. I remember one. Miranda going off to do that show. I remember, oh, yeah, Miranda. I was, I was working with Miranda at the time. Yeah, I so Ian Miranda used to work with Miranda Hart and then she was in, she's now not in anymore, but she was in a fair few series. She did a few series, yeah. It was sort of built around her, certainly from a publicity point of view. Yeah. At first. Because she had the real moment with Miranda. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, the role of Chummy, which mm. was a huge role in the memoirs, mm. and and she was just this perfect fit okay. for this part. I still um, didn't watch it when she was in it either. And you t- was, I bet you told her that as well. Pretty much. Yeah, I knew what did you do with done. Miranda? I worked on her. Well, I've known Miranda for many, many yeah. years, um, but I not particularly well. I mean, I won't say her best pal or anything like that. We we very occasionally will swap a text. Very occasionally nowadays. But I worked on Miranda the sitcom on series oh, one right. and series three. Uh huh. I didn't do series two because there was an admin fuck up that she mm. was very upset about. Mm. What she said to me, anyway, wasn't her doing. Um, well, you it. got back for three, so I believe yeah, it. I got right, sacked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, don't. <laughs> I did. No, but then you were. Asked. I got sacked on the penultimate episode. No, I was asked. You yeah, asked, yeah. asked to go back. Honestly, you it's, it's do a it, proper right. murky tale. Is that oh. I was sacked? Not by again, not by Miranda. I wasn't sacked by Miranda, but I was sacked by some producer, or whoever it was. Somebody had an issue with me, um, and I didn't do the last episode of series three, and then. Again, chatting with Miranda at the time, and she was like, "Look, I'm not even asked. I don't want to. I'm, I'm trying to concentrate on the last episode. I don't want you to not be there." You know, she was very gracious. Mm. Um, and then when they did the specials at the end, she did get in touch and say, "I want you to do them. You were there at the beginning. And I want you to." Do it. And, and we talked about it. Didn't yeah, we on air because yeah, we you couldn't do it because you were doing something else. I'm busy else, now. No, I, I was, but I wasn't. I wasn't being a twat. No, but there was a real quandary for me. I go, okay, I, and a tour date is what happened, and I was like. Yeah. No, I'm doing the tour day because so that's, wanna, that's that's for your own show. And you yeah. don't want to miss doing that. Yeah. To yeah. Go and, yeah, and especially given mm. the murky journey that had happened. Of course, I was like, well, no, you've yeah. had your chance now. You've not you, not Miranda, but the, the program. Yeah. So mm. yeah, I didn't do it. Sadly, which, by the way, was the last ever sitcom recorded at TV Centre. Oh, interesting. Okay, so I didn't that's do that. oh no, it's yeah. well sad, but yeah, well, I hated it though. Oh really? Why? Yeah. It's really horrible TV centre. Oh, okay. Fine. It's exciting oh. as an idea. Mm-hmm. When you're yeah. there, it's like, you must have been in TV centre. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just a I shit tip. Right. Is it? Just an horrible oh. stone, well, like, grey okay. 70s. Yeah. Sounds sort of iconic sounds... when you yeah, go up yeah. to it, but yeah. yes, inside. Yeah. It's a lovely TV. idea, but then when you yeah. actually up close to person, it's like, oh. Tired. <laughs> Where do you film Call the Midwife? I actually don't know. So we're at studios near Chertsey. Oh, that's where I'm from. Is it? Sorry, it's my manor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we've had this conversation. Shepperton. No, <laughs> I, I don't think, think we she, have. I think she's forgotten, but I, I'm I pretty sure. I don't think sure. we have. Do you mean, it's, it's a Shepperton studio? With, with another call the midwife. <laughs> <laughs> no, hold on. It's not, Shepperton. it's not Shepperton. No. no, we haven't, because I didn't know there it's was studios. It's not studios, is it? Shepperton studios. No, call is, it? is it studios? It, it is, is it? studios, okay. yeah. So there's like an old building. I can't 
remember what it was used for. I think it was some army base at some point mm-hmm. in okay. its life, but um, disused. And so that's now Arnanatis House. But if you go way, way back to series one, mm. we were, Arnanatis House was up in Mill Hill Broadway for two series, and then they turned that into luxury flats. Mm. So we had to find a new place. Um, and so that's where we've been ever since. But then you've got the outdoor stuff, which is in Chatham Docks. Okay. Well, I don't even know where that is. Where's that? Kent. In no? Kent. Kent, Kent yes. Yeah, so the historic docks down there. Um, and um, I'll do a little plug for the... There's a called Midwife Location Tour you can go on there. Is that? Yes, you can learn more about the programme as what, well. Do you, do you drive around <laughs> Kent and Surrey? What do you go to? You, you, because it's all by like the the old docks. Oh, okay. Yeah, and all the buildings there, and that's and yes, there's a little museum. It's hilarious when you have things like that. Oh, that's, I bet that's popular though, isn't it? It's very popular. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I've done it myself. Have you? Have <laughs> yes. You? Well, when have they you launched it. it. <laughs> did, and did you, but did you do it like incognito? I did, well, no, because there was like press there, and it was oh. like, ooh, the cast. Just go and do it. Just go and do it again, just oh. randomly, but but maintain you're not you. <laughs> yes. Like you can I just could say, I'm a lookalike. I'm a lookalike. So I thought I'd come down and see all this. Yeah. I might have to I change my accent. That's the only thing that goes no, no, away. No, no, if you're acting as a lookalike, you might want to get the accent right as well <laughs> to be authentic. Is it a bus? What? Did they go in a bus? Is it a bus? <laughs> you walk around. All right, oh, fine. Okay. So when you're walking around, what you need to do, <laughs> you need to walk around just like muttering to yourself. As if you're trying to get your voice right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so do it, like really, do it really badly at first. Just go, oh, oh. And then go, oh, I've got, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. <laughs> I would love to do that. You should do that. I do wear glasses. I'm wearing contacts today, but um, a character, by the way. Okay. I know you haven't seen the programme. Um, <laughs> I'm Not a dig. <laughs> I know you're too important to watch this program. Yeah, right. um, you, you just, just ensured I'll never fucking say it as well. Thank you. <laughs> you're like sorry, sorry if any other cold midwife guests wanted on oh, this show. They're not don't you worry, around. there'll be more coming on. I'll make sure of this. But yes, my my character wears like upturned, you know, the clap okay, expect yeah. from that uh-huh. era, yeah, yeah. and I wear glasses. So, and I don't, I really don't get recognised ever. Um, even by people that are absolute diehards, you know, oh. watch every single episode. I don't, just don't seem to get recognised. Um, however, if I'm wearing my glasses sometimes, okay. and if I open my mouth and speak, yes. So if we're really <sighs> trying to play with people's minds, I, then I'm going to go for the glasses as well. No, yeah. but I think you should go without the glasses. Oh, really? I, I really do. Okay. But then she won't be saying she won't be recognised without the glasses. It will only take one. To go, is that? <laughs> it will only take one is on that? the tour. And yeah. that will spread like wildfire. Well, and what's Laura going to say? No, no, I'm, I'm a lookalike. Yeah, you, I'm not Laura. You've but got, I, you've got to maintain. Yeah. Go honestly. I'm so bad because I'm, I'm not her. Yeah. <laughs> but I do sometimes do work yeah, where I'm a lookalike. I do, for her. Yeah, I'm so, a lookalike. So you're kind of <laughs> undercover on the <laughs> tour a lot of to get lookalike. That would be perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust me. Somewhere on the dark <laughs> recess of the internet, I bet you can find a lookalike for yourself. Yeah. If you've had like an hour on telly, it'll be there somewhere. <laughs> right. And what better way to go undercover than go on the tour? Yeah, kind of to just soak up and more about. Well, that's it. where you guarantee you get recognised, and that's mm. where you can guarantee that you can say, "No, I'm not her." Because yeah, yeah. what they're going to say, "Yes, you are." It's like no, you can just say, "No, no, I'm not." I mean, you're an you actor. You can think, do, you can I was that. just a way to say that you would think as an actor, I'd be good at lying. Mm. I'm one of the worst liars. Well, can, well then t- consider it a role. As it's so an exercise, consider isn't it a role it? where you are actually playing a lookalike of yourself. Okay. Yeah. Uh, challenge accepted. Please, honestly, um, yeah, please. Um, you know, guys, if you want to do the Chatham and Sonic Dogs tour, call Midwife tour, and I maybe do. bump I into me. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go when you're doing it to watch this. It's going to be amazing. Right? Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. Um, do that. It'll be amazing. 
I know we say that on this show we sometimes. We say it all the time. And, and there was that that lad who, to, who was a dog. Well, we said we were going to go and play with a human puppy once. It didn't happen, did it? No, it just never happened for no, some reason. Park. I still it's don't want to rule now, it out. It's winter, though. It's during the it summer. It was years ago, that it was. It was two, about two and a half years ago. Did you ever see that ago? documentary? Was a, there was a bloke who was a human puppy. It was <laughs> kind was, of a sex yeah. thing for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, but, I don't know if it was for him so no, much. No, for a lot of people it but, was. Yeah. And it so was less so for him. We had, I booked him on the show. And, oh, and we I were going to take him out for a day out with, with right. a human puppy. And just have a little run around the park. But honestly, I would... I would be so up for this. Yeah. Just as an idea. And how long ago was this? Do you think the moment's passed? No, the moment's passed with that, I think. Well, I'm more onto the call the <laughs> midwife. Do you, do you think now? that he's no longer doing his puppy Please shit? Please let's not invite him in his outfit. <laughs> oh, no, let's bring him <laughs> This could be the best day out. You could till, kill two birds with one stone. That's true. I mean, I think we'll it, Laura it and the puppy bloke. We had, yeah, because we had the puppy and the pony on the same. You know, the human pony as well on the right, same Right, okay. Here's, puppy here's, what we could do. here's what we're doing. Sounds right. We'll bring the human puppy. I can't forgive me. I can't remember his name. We'll bring the human puppy, right? Yeah. We'll bring you. Dressed as your character, oh, okay, right. At, at, but because there's going to be a human puppy there as well, here's what the interesting thing is: is how many people will even notice you're there because they're going, look at that fucking bloke. <laughs> yes, that bloke dressed as a dog because he doesn't break character. He's he a puppy, so you, you you can say like, get off. I know you're a man. He's like, and he doesn't act, just doesn't break character. It's a puppy the whole time. So if if more you say to that, don't do it, the more he's going to be jumping on. He's you. a naughty puppy. Very naughty puppy. So does does this pu- puppy speak? Or does well, he did on the phone that day because I was just going to just going to pass on the phone. Honestly, we were worried about that. that. I'm not going to lie, but he did speak and told us about being a puppy. And he was perfectly eloquent. Lovely. You throw run around a park. You throw a stick. He goes and gets it and comes Keeps back. Keeps you fit. Yeah, exactly. Well, so, uh, it's it's come from a sex thing. Originally. Yeah, yeah. But mm. he there was this moment right on the original documentary where he, he'd gone abroad to represent the UK for the best human puppy right. <laughs> But he was the only one doing it proper. <laughs> and all the other countries were just there with no pants on his <laughs> It was clearly a sex club thing. Yeah. But he was he's just going, a really good actor. Look, yeah, right. show, look how well I can roll. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. I don't think he won. I was no, going to say he should have won. I don't think he did win, as no. I recall. But, oh, goodness, that was funny. I'm not mm. even making fun of him. It was really, no. really funny. So you're up for it or not? Human oh, puppy. I got really confused there. Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've not got him here. No, I mean, that's not what I meant. Are you up for doing the tour? Um, let's, do, let's do it. She's not committing now. I've talked her out I'm of it. Got, I'm getting What if we didn't have the puppy? Bring we'll loads lie. of the cast. <laughs> right, here's our I think Judy Parfit will be up for it. I'm well, then we will get recognised. Right, that's I'm, true. More than that one. I'm pulling that rank here. I'm pulling rank here. I don't think, call the midwife will be half as successful as it was without the PR that I've done endlessly for it. <laughs> right. Under duress, I admit, but I have done I have done so much, so much for that show that I don't even watch. So much, right? And I've been, like, pleasant. And look how lovely I've been. Really yeah, I've yeah, been yeah, really yeah. pleasant and yeah. I've been very supportive. I've not said it's rubbish or anything like that because I don't know because I've never seen it and I never will. But and it can't be. Oh, so it's eight series it on BBC <laughs> right? One Primetime. You I can't, can't catch up to it now. You could. No, you could. You could. An hour-long episode. Either eight. way. Either You're, way. Don't Netflix, just think it's just that? for the women. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't get those figures if we didn't get the blokes as well. I wouldn't think that. I wouldn't think that. It's on Netflix now, I believe, isn't it? I've seen it, yeah. I wouldn't... Right, here's the thing. Let's not divert away from my achievement already, right? <laughs> Let's not go, oh, you've not even watched it. Yeah, but I have done loads for you. You've done loads, for no, you, thank you. Thank for you. your you know, people in your immediate periphery, for both your careers as people, not just in Call the Midwife, we've chatted about everything, right? Yeah. All that sort of stuff. I've done that. I've promoted <laughs> the programme called the, the Midwife, right? I've, done, have, all, I've yeah. done all that. I've had them all on, 
even though it's like been quite frankly relentless. You've been lovely. It's been really nice chatting to you, but it's been oh. relentless, yeah. right? I've done all these things. I mean, mm. we've got yeah. All uh, I ask from the cast <laughs> is, is a do an, an hour in return for something that I want to do. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I a ask. Do to historic so. docs. You're here nice now, right, eating into my time, <laughs> so I can promote your thing, and I am doing that willingly. Yeah. Sunday night, 8 right? PM. Willingly. Put that, it's got to be quid pro quo with that. Okay. It's got to be like, because, yeah. like Ian, you come down, now you come down, we're going to do something for you. Well, and can Nora not commit? Like, I think, as I'm recent, Judy Parfit's going to come down and play with a human dog. I, I want I mean, e- she will. everybody who's still in that programme, yeah. presumably they all are, Cliff who's Parisi, been in the studio for an interview, I want oh, okay. all of them there. Okay. Uh, Jennifer that seems Kirby. only fair, doesn't yeah. it, and Leonie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so whoever yeah. they were, I want all of them there. <laughs> oh, Jennifer Kirby's in the car still. We've had her on. She uh, can come down. I don't remember the names. I just remember you they're do. all lovely, right? Yeah, yeah. I want all oh, of them people. Leone Elliott. Leone Elliott. We had Leone well, on as well. We had Leone yeah. on. Right. Yep, yep, yep. So, and to you lot, it's just one hour. So, so, so it's just you one know, hour. You know what? For me, it's been like 40 you know hours. Do you want one other person? Because like we've still got quite a few episodes of no, this I series do, I to do go. Want so you could get a fourth more. within like a month right. if you really want. I'm going to try and arrange that for you. Please, Laura, I would like some deal. more. I would like some. Here's Don't go. Come, come to me. I'll <laughs> no, book it in. No, I'll book no, it in. no, no. I will literally go on silent strike. <laughs> <laughs> right? Here's the deal. Okay. I, yes, I will interview somebody else in the programme on this show. Once we've done... <laughs> The tour. Okay. Right? Now, you, now the problem is your job now is going back and saying, I've made a dreadful mistake. <laughs> You've got no <laughs> glass to cast and go, it was mi- I've dropped you all in this one. <laughs> right. Guys, help but, me out. Yeah, and PR, How would you fancy? Can you lean on them as well very, very yeah, heavily? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yes, I will continue to promote this will programme. will be up for this tour, for sure, right? With a human puppy. I don't even care who it is, as long as they're members of the, the cast. cast. I want to overwhelm whoever's on the tour yeah, with a yeah. lot of cast. Okay. <laughs> who are all maintaining their look <laughs> not who we are. <laughs> well, because that's what I want. In fact, yeah. the only person who's going to be there who's going to be claiming to be in the programme is me. Okay. Ah, right, I'm going to yeah, be there going, you're gonna I'm say, a new character, isn't it? Oh, I was going to say, what about Fred? Fred Buckle. Played by Cliff Prissy. We love him. What does he look like? I don't know. He he looks like he's not like got he's as much hair. Senders. But if you took away You'll your hair, he's kind of muscly. Good looking. Do you remember he used to be in EastEnders, a character called Minty, for many years? I think oh, yeah, he's yeah, right him. Yeah, he's in it. What's that? He's bald, first off. He's got, he's got, he's got facial yeah, hair. Because you're in disguise. Because oh, he comes in here and goes, yeah, why don't you um, say you're a big fat bloke? Uh, <laughs> you just put a bald cap on, you'll be fine. He's a good looking man. He is? He is a good looking man. God, this, also, I this will say. It gets worse by the second. <laughs> I nearly cheated on Call the Midworth, though, Laura. I booked a guest last week from Grantchester. Yeah, you don't need to rival, put a picture on my screen. I know who he is. Yeah, we know <laughs> he is. So I thought I'd deviated to a rival show. I was like, oh, Grantchester. I'm, going, I'm now going to ITV for their primetime show. But I've come back oh, to yeah. Call the Midwife. You'd be pleased to know I've come back to Ooh. your side. Why don't we mix Thanks. it up then? Why don't we take all the cast of Grantchester to call the midwife location well, thing? Think... Why don't we take all the call the midwife people <laughs> to a Grantchester Robson location? Green down and yeah, Tom Brittany to come down to the call the midwife. Shot. Yeah, and I'll be there with the shaved head being this other bloke. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to maintain that I'm a character and, I, and have been a character in it for three okay, seasons. So, that's, yeah, so yeah, that, that they're confused going, I don't know who that is. Yeah, well, that I remember the story when my wife was having a baby and remember all that. to call that midwife. And I was the guy, I was with the logs, I had the log, do you remember that? And they'd be like, oh, yeah. Oh, I sort of remember. Yeah, they had the log and I built the thing with the log. That was me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that would work, do. I think, because in series two, probably, probably go series two. Remember episode eight, series two? 
How many did they say? No, six, I'm, six, I'm six right? Six. So eight episodes. Okay. You got nine if you include your Christmas special, yeah. which has been out. Which I was in. You were. You were, in, you were, yeah, you were in that. Thank really you. good in that. I did as, enjoy. As were, you, as were you. Thank you. Ratings. I enjoyed the scenes with you in particular. Yeah, the scenes we played together were fantastic. Yeah. So I can do this. I can fucking do it. Because I believed it then. I was like, what? I can totally do this. Can I just say, I did mean that about Miriam and everybody else. Well, the, oh. well, I'm, you I'm, are? I didn't mean to insult the minty bloke. <laughs> oh, he's lovely. Oh, he's so nice. And he's got a nice he's face, hasn't so he? He's so nice. He has. I've always thought about him. He's got a nice face. He's got a good... He's good to play um, a role where you wouldn't think... That he, like, if he's playing kind of a hard man role, yeah. he's got a nice vulnerability. Like the bloke out of Gotham. There's a guy in Gotham who's the yeah. same who played Solomon Grundy in Gotham, ultimately. And he's got the same sort of thing going on. Where they're very... They have a very amiable aura about them, but they're playing kind of tougher characters. And I like that. Yeah. So I'll pay him that compliment, but I don't look like him. No, I mean... No, but if there no. was any Trent person Haller, in the cast... That, well, it would be the character that I'm going to just yeah. invent and say that I was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can't see your Trixie. It's going to yeah. be... No, yeah. no. <laughs> but put a picture I of draw, Trixie on screen. I, don't I think, draw the line. I don't think we can say I'm going that. on a tour and showing my Trixie. <laughs> 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 I shan't be doing that. Um, do you want to say anything else about it? We're running out of time. Oh, gosh. Um, well... Come to the Chatham Historic Docs uh, official column. Why would I, I, come I buy tickets? Why would I buy tickets for this tour, Laura? How would I? Hey, look online. Look online. Stake in this. No, I don't. I don't. So let's talk about. Yes, we're you on. Do we're on. This, like, we're not, no, I know. I, don't. I know the one running it looks like me, but it's not my sister. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a family deal. But yeah, no, you can tune in next week, yeah. Sunday, episode four. Could I? Could, could I tune four. in? Yes, but could. Could I, I would love would I be you going, to. What the hell is going on? No, you wouldn't. No, honestly, because it's episodic. Each each storyline, yeah. yeah. you know, has has characters who are only in that episode, right. and you follow that. And like doctors, a casualty. Not not yeah. not the doctors. So the doctors and the nurses. No, I mean like the, the program. Oh, doctors. like doctors. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you would get doctors. hooked in that storyline. <laughs> <laughs> you were in, I've you done were a couple doctors. of doctors in the time. I've done. He was in doctors. Have you? Yeah. I enjoyed doing it. I enjoyed I, I, doing I don't really them. Like the I like the speed of it. I liked how fast it was. Oh my god! Really just like keep that. on your toes. Yeah, yeah. But go on. It's about to what you're doing. Oh yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> um, yeah. So episode four. Yes. yes. I, I, I think you could tune in and you. Okay. How can <laughs> I? How can I entice you, Trixie? I've mentioned her before. Yeah. She's. Um, Organising a keep fit jamboree, so there's perfect. going to be lots of ladies in leotards. I oh, know that's not. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't tune in <laughs> for perfect. that. That's perfect. That's perfect. Okay. That's actually not what for you. Is but it? There is right. <laughs> right. I feel like a wank. Do you know I'm going to put on call the midwife. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's not why I'm going to be watching okay. this. Okay. But that's a nice that's story a selling, line. Which, that's a selling point. You know, then. there's a. There's what do you a... think of me? That you came <laughs> in and went. You look like Minty off EastEnders, and and you'd only like it if there were women in bikinis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not as cross. You've read as him I look. so well. Yeah. But you know what? I'm I actually cultured. think. Yeah, yeah. I think if you were to watch an episode, yeah, you would have a tear or at least a lump in your throat. Why is that? Because the storylines, because of the writing, be because it, it. Sometimes the babies don't. You know. Make it, and it. It's wow. called, called the midwife. Well, serious you, issues. You're putting the hard sell on now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and sad. And, and also, the mums don't always do they either. I've seen a couple of episodes. Where yeah, well, it, but it also like there's always hope, you yeah, know. So hope. it's it's not just really bleak, you know. But it mm. it discusses. Look at me trying to get all serious on food bar. No, no, don't by all means. I like it. But, <laughs> but, you know, it just taps in. To what it is to be human, yeah. and you know the joys, the disappointments we all experience, 
and you it's it can be quite cathartic to watch so i think i challenge you <laughs> if if i'm going on this tour with you i challenge you no, to watch an episode on, and you no will love it. it i know There's you no will about it. but that's a fair it's deal not if we're no going no no but you have to watch an episode before I, the tour no, I don't and think cry that's fair. that is you, fair. you will cry. you will cry that, no i think that's actually completely fair and are we monitoring this? you want laura to go on a tour with a human puppy and you won't even watch one hour of call yeah, the midwife i've got to cry when i watch it i've got to be on skype i'm doing skype <laughs> We're just trying to squeeze it. Going, yeah. Are you cutting onions? No, I'm watching, yeah. watching it. I'm watching it. Your arms are moving a lot. Yeah, it's all the leotards. Well, you, can say, <laughs> wow. you can say which episode to suggest. You can suggest some episodes that will provoke the most tears, right? For Ian? Oh, it's fine. Gosh. Why are we wanting me to cry? Something, just do. I've not had an hard enough life. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm being fought, press ganged into watch this and cry. <laughs> You're dead behind your eyes, you. You're like Archie Rice. Get watching it now. <laughs> um, I might watch it. Okay, thanks. And I might go on a tour with you. Well, then now we've got the big standoff, haven't okay we? Deal, now, aren't we? Now it is a proper like high noon. This yeah, now. right. It is. Yeah. <laughs> How about this then? Okay. How about and you're lucky we're running out of time. <laughs> How about this? How about we um, go on the tour? Mm-hmm. And if we are on the way to the tour, travelling, however we do that, but we'll all we'll do it all cast and me all together. We'll travel to the tour together. Nice. If we are on there, I will sit down on my phone. 4G, <laughs> got unlimited broadband. Oh, yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, yeah. oh pay a fortune Fancy. for it. Um, I will put that on, right? And I will watch an episode of Call the Midwife on the way to the tour. And you can all watch me do it, and you can oh, all yeah, encourage me to true. cry. Okay, that's <laughs> right. okay, right? yes, so yes. So I'm up for doing that. So that's how we circumnavigate all this thing of like, will they, won't they? You know, is he, is he going to watch it? Is she going to go on the tour? Well, that's if we are on our way to the tour, that's when I watch it. Yeah, exactly right, that. Okay, and it's also good research for when you. Interview before Grails off it, yeah. <laughs> so, so it needs to be so, a, a Cliff Parisi heavy episode because he's going to have to mimic him on the tour. No, I'm not. I'm going to pretend I'm a different character. Oh, that's it. You're going to get the, the, the new character, yeah. In series two, Deal. he popped up. Deal. There we go. So it was a good show in there, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I got what I wanted. She got what she wanted. Yeah. We chatted to a bloke for a podcast and we spoke to Paul Wellens on a hero. Call Amazing. the Midwife is on Sundays, 8pm, <laughs> BBC One. Watch it. I mean, I mean, you, Ian, watch even it. Even that sounded threatening. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking watch to you, it. actually. I'm fucking crying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching it. I'm so emotional. If you life. watch it and you're crying, feel free to tweet us with a, you know, let us know if you're crying when you're watching Call the Midwife. I want a what? selfie. <laughs> yeah, a little, I'll tell you what, a little <laughs> photo of you crying. Yeah. I bet they're PR through there going, they're doing a lot of jobs for us. They're going, go tweet us about it when you watch it and all that. Let them sort Tweet them, tweet everyone. Out. You can put loads of people Don't on the tweet. Start a call the midwife hashtag without <laughs> permission. Yeah, just enjoy the show. Yeah, enjoy yeah. the show. Don't worry about hashtag taking a cry photo. the midwife. Put your phone down for an hour yeah, yeah. and just yeah, succumb. Yeah. That makes sense. That's good advice. Uh, thanks to Wello. Thanks, Paul Wellens, for uh, coming on. Thanks, Ben Midwell, for coming in. Uh, thanks, Laura Main. Thank you for, Thank you for having it. me. We shall see you again next week. Goodbye, then.
You've been listening to a FUBAR Radio podcast. For more information, go to FUBARradio.com.